0: What's what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And
1: that's you. For being in
0: here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known. Give me a second here. The internationally known for Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain. Wake up show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. New world order. The king of kings, the king of content. And the speaker of truth, yours truly, the Notorious One, new, 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 a.k.a. New Mr. Cochellini, better known as the Prognosticator. Coach Stradamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy and the whole effing show. Also known as the Morpheus of the Mady Matrix, the Chocolate of Confucius, the Black Moses of this, the Deliverer, the Unbinder, the Undebatable, the Undisputed Best Entertainment here on YouTube. The CEO, Nicaragua Fixes Binds LLC, also known as Senior Third Leg Greg, Mr. Nothra Gregorio Greybeard, and better known as CGA. That is C. God Allah, the King Milk Dud, and that 10-time demonetized champion <coughs> of YouTube. We are back here. We a great show for you today, and it is Friday, so... What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It's Friday, so the weekend's here. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? The weekend is here, and I hope y'all brothers are doing something positive with your weekend today. And I want you to... Acknowledge me. Indeed, today's show, how post-nut clarity can save a ninja's life. And I wish...
1: I wish a nigga would.
0: I wish you would try to debate me. Hey... We got a great show, How Pulse Nut Clarity Can Save a Man's Life. We're going to talk about that. Women have discovered Pulse Nut Clarity. They are now sharing it around the internets. And it is good knowledge, it is good information. And every man should be uh, totally aware of their Pulse Nut Clarity. We'll describe how Pulse Nut Clarity going into the third hour can save your life. But in the meantime, what do you do? In the meantime, we got a great show for you lined up today, Women in Dating in 2024 some of the men that women will not be dating in 2024 according to these (laughs) skeezers, they want to get their life right in 2024 we're going to see if you are one of those men we have doom and gloom cga straggle and Nickel theater we have a guy that says uh why men never retire and these are for the people that are going to grow old and be in love so that they don't die alone they're going to die alone we're going to look at a couple who Stayed together and they didn't want to die alone. We got that coming up here. And we got a guy that says, why polygyny? That means plural marriages. That means why man take on multiple wives exists in the motherland of Africa out here. Shout out to Africa. I
2: wish
1: a nigga would.
0: And I wish a nigga would too. Interesting take that he says why polygyny exists. And when you see where we talked about polygyny or polygamy, we're doing it on paper. We're not doing any monogamy at all monogamy is dead monogamy's dead so we already gotta acknowledge that um i think i'm missing a segment maybe i'm not maybe i'm not but uh but he's gonna give us an interesting reason why polygyny exists and it is a it's gonna hit you over the head it's gonna be a great reason and it's not because of lust but yeah we're already doing this form of polygyny and polygamy and polyamory if you will we're all sharing we're all sharing and i think i got a clip of that woman talking about we sharing ninjas all right, we sharing ninjas, but it's not for lust. Anyway, hit the like button on today's show because it is the best you're going to see today. It is the best you're going to see today. I know they run a little bit long. You guys want longer shows or shorter shows because, you know, I started off doing two hour shows, then they turned into three hour shows. Now they're like four sir, four hours. Jesus, you like them at the time that they're at or should they be shorter? Now, here's the thing. Don't think because they're shorter, there ain't going to be more content. I'm going to just be making more content in the hour or two that I save. All right, but uh, I know people can't watch the entire shows. I get it. And that's why I have all of my other channels that are all demonetized. Just,
3: new, 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 new world
0: order. But I put them on the other shows, the other channels, and I, I think there's still some newbies that don't know I got other channels in here. You're like, who, oh, what, when, where, why, and how? What other channels you talking about, CG8? Well, I'll show you here. I'll show you here. All right. Y'all like the long stroke? Get up on the long stroke. Everybody get up. Ninja, I'll just sit up here all day then. Ninja. <laughs> y'all want longer shows? You like the long shows. Some just want shorter shows. But I'm going to give y'all a solution out here. If you want a shorter show, all right, I will advise you. Uh, you're going to miss out on some yokes. You're going to miss out on jokes. Then you're going to be telling me, Coach, did you cover this? You're going to miss it. You're going to miss it because I cover so much information here. But look, if you're new here, this is my Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Shout out to the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Man, dude, 92.8K subscribers. Wow. This channel might hit 100,000 subscribers in about five months. Yeah, it's going to take a while. Let's wait. I think it's been stuck at 90K for like two years. Right? But it is what it is. But you didn't know. Look at your boy out here with all of these demonetized channels down here below. All right, private investigators like, look at all of that money he's making. Nope. Nope. no. Nope. These channels aren't demonetized, unfortunately. They're all, well, they they are demonetized. But the Coach Greg Adams channel, that's the mothership, 240K subscribers. That's the original channel. All right. I think if you go to that channel, it says that channel was around for like since 2006. All right, but it was just making content on, you know. Uh, 200, that, that channel, you can go to, uh, ask coach Greg Adams, CGA reacts. All right. These are all where the clips are going to go. Uh, CGA, there's a CGA channel, uh, CGA quick hits. These are all demonetized too. There's Nova's channel. Nova has, damn, I need, nobody needs some damn content over there. It's not monetized. Private investigator. Oh, CGA sports. I need to, Oh, CGA sports got demonetized. That was the last channel that got demonetized. So, uh, all of these other channels get playbacks. All right, edits of the stream. So if you do like the shorter show, just know if you can't keep up, sometimes these I mean some of these channels do get edits. Uh some of these channels do get edits of my clips, all right, or of the live stream. All right. So you can just get a portion of the you're not gonna get the entire story. All right, but it is what it is. Nova needs some content. Nova needs some content in 2024. All right, she needs to get monetized, man. That that dog is expensive. Mm. <laughs> all right. Hey, that dog is super duper expensive and the private investigators watching me talk about this and they're like rubbing their hands like Birdman. this is what the private investigators Which doing relates right now. To
4: 10 hour streams per day realistically speaking you're probably roughly making with 100,000 subs probably this month alone probably 750,000 to 1.2 million because it's December probably on the higher end of 1.2 million this month approximately you bring in your sponsorships that's probably over a couple hundred grand you go to YouTube that's probably over a couple that might be half a mil honestly with both channels combined nah it's December. Maybe like three hundred thousand, and then I think you're on an organization. They're probably paying you decent bucks, maybe. I don't know. It could be in the rough range of thirty thousand to seventy thousand. So approximately, I made like around one point five million to two million dollars just this month accumulating. And if the IRS is watching,
0: this is all a joke, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The private investigators, like, wow, look at all of that money he's making. He's up there counting it up. They're like, ching, they like this the out here. <laughs> All right. I'm sitting in the back. I'm sitting in the back. Like, what are you guys talking about? All right. My ex-wife watches my show like this. Yo, who do you think I am? Like Jeff Bezos? I'm not giving you 5 Let's see. 100,000
4: subs. 100, subs you probably stream around 250 hours. Minimum average viewers probably to 30,000 or 45,000 with the three-minute ad ran every single eight minutes, approximately 22 minutes. and. Which is 30 seconds, 22 minutes and 30 seconds every hour, which equivalates to 10 hour streams per day. Realistically speaking, you're probably roughly making with 100,000 subs by this month alone, probably 750,000 to 1.2 million because it's December, probably on the higher end of 1.2 million this month. Approximately, you bring in your sponsorships, that's probably over a couple hundred grand. You go to YouTube, that's probably over a couple, that might be half a mil, honestly, with both channels combined. Nah, it's December, maybe like 300,000. And then I think you're on an organization, they're probably paying you. Decent bucks, maybe. I don't know. It could be in the rough range of thirty thousand to seventy thousand. So, approximately, you, I made like around one point five million to two million dollars just this month. That's the leading. Mm.
0: <laughs> That's how they be watching my channel. They're like, he's got ten channels. He streams eight hours a day. <laughs> they would be like, yeah, here it is, right there. He's he's worked that adds up to fourteen point eight million dollars.
3: <laughs> I'm rich, <real>, bitch. <laughs>
0: I'm like, good luck finding them evidences right there. Good luck finding that money out here. That, that don't exist, but good luck. Good luck out here. Um, Anyway, to contribute to today's show, did I do this? Dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app? Bimbo Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, PayPal.b backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is spin to the li- top of the live chat. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel where you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world order. All right, he's got all of those monies out there. Him got lots of monies. All right, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to Albert Wesker says, Every time you bust, the devil's laughs. The devil laughs. And there's a longer quote on there. The devil's laughter can be heard. Every time you bust a nut, the devil's laughter. Can be heard. And um, I'm going to have to pull that up um, because I forgot to pull that up. But you, you got that absolutely right. Catfish tail says, hooray. I'm 51 years old today. Shout out to you. All right. 51 years old. All right. My man is up here. He's still young. 51 years young today. And it's the weekend. I hear you, bitch. It's the weekend. Where we at? Let's get the sound effect. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. It's the weekend in here. Shout out to DB. Says good morning, Senor Mucho Trabajo, and Happy New Years out here. He says uh, every year you go harder and harder on these mitches. Pause and keep a foot on these mitches' ass. Next, gotcha, bitch. We keeping a foot on mitches' necks. We keeping a foot on mitches' next. Greedy Greg. Greg says last night the real Dululu. Is expecting content creators to work full time, have a life, and still magically create and stream content daily. Those of us who have lived the will know this info is priceless. Reverend X on the baby mama terrorist because a child is a terrible thing to alienate.
3: I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Yes. Cut that bitch out. Oh, yeah. let call. Cut him
0: off. But um, I was talking about YouTube content creators that, you know, try to penalize or. Call guys grifters because they're doing content like this. And of course, when you showed your face, exposed yourself, you're giving priceless information. They're like, you shouldn't be making any money. You should be doing this for free. Meanwhile, if you wasn't doing something, yeah, would you do it for free? <laughs> right? Ninjas don't work for free. But uh, yeah, there was a, there was a time people did that and tried to shame content creators into uh, not pursuing this type of avenue, which would be foolish. I mean, you're ba- you're providing valuable information. You're good at it. You entertain, and you can gather an audience. We gather a good size high school gym audience on a daily basis. As a matter of fact, I would say between the morning and the evening show, we gather a good college size arena, like, like a small college, not like a big college, like a, a 5,000 people. I mean, concurrently watch my show. That's concurrent. Like By the time that both of the live streams end, we've had filled up the University of Tennessee, Knoxville's basketball arena. On a daily basis, we do this. So there's no free lunches out here. Mitch ass ninjas, there's no freebies out here. Shout out to Albert, uh, sorry, not Albert. Abel returns to Eden says, only monk and pre-nut clarity saves lives. Yeah, indeed, pre clarity, yes. you When you, when you get it, pre-nut clarity. By the way, I had a beautiful chart that I used to show about post-nut clarity. I can't find it though. I don't know where it at. I'm, pa- I'm pissed off, too. All right. I was ready to show it for the show, but it's all right. I'll explain it. What are we doing here? We got a couple more. Shout out to Elijah says, roar. Shout out to Roar. Um, shout out to Der- Derek. Derek Eaton says, paid the rent yesterday. Hit me with the rent. Dude, okay. What happened yesterday? Your rent's too much. You barely made it. It's the weekend. I guess you got in on What's time, up, nigga. What's up for the weekend? Nigga? All right. You didn't get the three day notice on your door. Did you? Shout out to Walk the Plank. Just out of curiosity from last night's podcast, I was thinking about what Cat Williams said. Do you think the NWO may be behind Kobe's death? Oh, um, new, 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 there's some people war. who believe that. Um, there's some people who believe that. But let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I, was, I, I live near Kobe. I could can, I can ride a good bike ride five minutes to Kobe's house. Now, I couldn't get in there. I wouldn't be able to get in there. But where he lived, I lived. And anybody that was in Southern California or in Newport Beach, Newport Coast that day of the crash, you remember, And like if you weren't in California at that time, if on that day, if you were in California that day, it was the foggiest day I could ever, I've ever seen. Now, or on, on record, it was the foggiest day, meaning that I remember I left my place early in the morning to run some errands. I could not see, but I lived on top of a hill. So where the fog was, it was right on top it was right in the street. And you had to go all the way down. I had to go all the way down the hill. Anybody knows where San Miguel is in in Newport Coast. I had to go down the hill. It was freaking foggy. Like you could not see anything. You could not see anything. Now, let alone someone fly a helicopter that day has to been the dumbest idea ever. Because it was foggy. I mean, I've never seen fog like that. Like that it was rare to see fog like that. It was thick. You could not see much in front of you. Like I I was driving on the road, which there were no other cars in front of me. Thank goodness. Because you normally try to follow um, brake lights, at least. At least. So there was nothing in front of me. You cannot see a thing. On that day, whoever chose to fly a helicopter that day is an idiot. Now, they said Kobe pressed them because they were trying to get to their basketball game. With that being said, if they targeted him for something like that, they would have had to factor in the fog. They would have had to factor the fog in. Like, because that, that, that wouldn't have been there. Like, if, let's just say there was no fog and it crashed into the side of the mountain. Then you would be like, oh, why would it, why would it crash inside of the mountain? But, but the fact that the fog was so thick... And you could see that you, there was no adjustments to be made. They, you know, I don't know if you know if you fly uh, any airplanes or helicopters, you use your instruments. So they're not using vision; they're using instruments, and f- completely effed it up. But Kobe was the one that pushed them to fly. It wasn't like they forced them in there. So there's a lot of factors that would have been out of people's control that he that he basically overrode. He basically was like, okay, no, we're flying. Like, how would, how would they target him if he's the one saying we're flying? <laughs> so, and then you had the whole, the whole fog thing. For, for me, it just doesn't add up that they would use that particular moment to do it because there were just too many factors that would not be able to be planned in there. All right, so he tried to make a turn, and he crashed into the side of the mountain. So, that's the sad part about it. That's the sad part about it. Anyway, somebody said, just say, he said, pilot could say no. He could have said no. But it's Kobe Bryant. You got to remember, a lot of people are not turning down Kobe Bryant. You know, you got to get it when you're in front of powerful people and they're paying the money. The pilot should have said no, but he's like, well, he wants to go. And I'm going to make the money. Cha-ching. And then (laughs) that did not end up well. Horrible decision. But if you were in L.A. and that day, if you were in Southern California on that day, you will remember the fog was unbelievable. So it was completely unbelievable. And whoever decided to fly that helicopter that day did made the worst decision of a lot of people's lives. Okay. So anyway, with that being said, I don't think the, they would be able to control for that factor. I think it was his decision. And then the pilot decision to say, okay, I'm going to listen to him all for a seventh grade basketball game, mm. all for a seventh grade basketball game. You know what I mean? I could see if he was flying to go see. Anyway, why do why are we talking about that? (laughs) Why are we talking about that? All right. Anyway. Shout out to Strider Herman says, Coach, why are most people incapable of seeing correlation? This is why I enjoy your content form. The points of these, uh the, the point of these live streams connects the dots. Indeed, correlation equals causation, I believe that's what they say. There's correlations to everything. There's correlations you could draw. I, I think most people do not draw correlations. They, they refuse to say this is connected to this. In fact, you would even say to the bare minimum, the single mother promotion. Like, if you look at the, the type of men we have today, and that most of these men were raised by women, essentially raised by wolves, and then the very women that, the very men that women complain about are products of single mothers right like Mm -hmm. draw the lines but of course they're going to blame the absentee father which we can actually rebuke and debunk that as well all right why was the father absent there's correlation so they're complaining about the very kids they produce even the whore-ass women that they that these young women out here that are in these streets are most likely raised by women i mean Mm -hmm. can we make a correction there There's a correction. There's a correlation between these two. But you cannot remove that and say, nope, that had nothing to do with the type of quality of people that we have today. Weak men, uh, men who give up, uh, you know, whore women. It's directly linked to the fact that who's raising them? Mm. Primarily mothers. Primarily mothers. All right. Last one. Shout out to John Angelo, CGA. What's up for the weekend? I remember that day, it was a Sunday morning, yep, Sunday morning, I drove by the crash site off the 101, when it happened, super foggy, so the people that were in Southern California, shout out to you, Sunday morning, I remember, I can't remember what I was doing, but I left like at, I'm going to say 7 in the morning, 7.30, I went to go do something, I had to remember, I had to get up and do, I normally don't leave that early like that on a Sunday morning, but I was like, oh, I got to go do something. When I got out, I turned that corner, I was like, this is fog. It was incredible, the, the fog. So whoever chose to fly the helicopter, that was a, that was a choice. I think sometimes things are a mistake. FaceFact says, Coach, uh, he says, you don't have income. These are gifts. And remember, gifts don't count when fathers give gifts to children. In fact, that's true. But, of course, that's not how the child extortion uh, support system works. All right. They don't see that. They're never going to do that. Remember, everything you say is kind of like, it's kind of like liberalism. Uh, when liberalism, liberalism will have these scenarios where everything's plausible. Oh yeah. You can switch your gender. Oh yeah. You can be bisexual. Oh yeah. You can be poly. But then when you do something that's out, no, nope, you can't do that. You basically use what they say. You can't do that. So if I give my baby mother uh, $500, it's a gift if it doesn't go through the system. But if somebody gives me $500 and I say, well, it was a gift from him to me, they'll be like, nope, that's income. <laughs> You're like, hold up. So again, they got us cornered over there. I'll be like, well, how do you know which one's a gift? How do you know which one is somebody paying me because I paid them back? They're paying me back. How do you know which one is what? They, they don't know. They'll just, they're there to screw you. They're there to screw you up. Um, so anyway, anyway, let's get into today's show. I'll come back to the uh, alternative gift-forming areas. Uh, but I do have to let you know that it is Flatback Friday, and uh, we got to acknowledge and celebrate our Flatbacks this week. All right, where are we going for Flatbacks? We're going back to Ukraine for Flatbacks. Oh, suck it, suck it now. Look at my girls. Oh, my goodness, that's a lot of sloppy. Okay, they doing the, Okay. All right, give me some music for these gals.
2: mm mm, mm.
0: Give it to me, give it to me slowly, baby. Give it to me slow. Oh, you doing? Oh, Lord, have mercy. You doing too much. The one got a tattoo on her chest, but I'll overlook it today. All right, give me them long, stringy legs, long hair, long leg, long everything, long in the titty and all that. Hello, girls. Give me a little bit of music. Oh, we got girls on the boat. That's what I'll talk about. It's Flatback Supreme Friday in the building. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Give me some of these girls out here. Let me at them, all right? Or let me at them. Them little bums. Little little narrow hip-ass girls, yes. With smiles on their face. They smiling in their face. All time, they want to put they face in my pillow. My pillow. All right. This is a disgrace. Black women are. Mm. Black women are upset. All right, here we go. Right here, they long everywhere, and soggy. You know, with them, with the flatbacks, they be soggy and and don't have much body fat on them. It's kind of a weird thing when you when you mess with them. It is kind of weird. Legs be soggy, everything be kind of just you know gelatin, like it's not very firm unless they're re- well. I'm saying too much. <laughs> Uh, shout out to, uh, everybody over there. Uh, let's see in here. What are we doing? Doom and gloom, CGA. All right, let's do a little doom and gloom. Doom and gloom, CGA. We back in here. All right. What do we got to do to, uh, make you guys, what nihilism do we have to feed you this morning? <laughs> All right, you guys are nihilists. All right, we got Doom and Gloom CGA up here. First and foremost, look at this. Uh, the standard work week, the standard five day work week, is over. Oh my goodness! This is a Yale lecturer, a Yale lecturer. New, 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 new world order. What is a Yale lecturer? A <laughs> Yale, a Yale lecturer. Okay, on twenty twenty four work trends. Let's see what she has to talk about.
5: Twenty three is it such an interesting year because. It continued to be an employee's market, even though economists were predicting a recession, right? Things were supposed to go south. They didn't. The market remained really, really strong. But at the same time, companies started demanding that people show up, that you get that return to office mandates were growing by leaps and bounds, by all the major companies we know, Disney and Meta and Amazon and on and on and on. And yet what happened was, Employees didn't for the most part play ball, right? I mean yeah, okay, tell me to come back. Good luck with that. <laughs> well, well, they came back somewhat, but you know, if you look at Nick Bloom, who is the Stanford economist who follows all of this, and I was talking with Stamp. him and he said, you know, it was 40% of people at the beginning of last year, 40% of people still worked at home at least one day wow. or more a week. And that number has not changed. So even though we hear about a lot of companies demanding but in seats. Uh, well, it's not happening. May, look, maybe they're demanding that you're there one, two, three days a week, but you still have 40 percent who get at least one day a week. At, at least home. one day a week. So here's well, maybe the, you're back more, just not 100 so percent. What I think is interesting is two thirds of CEOs in a in a in a pretty massive global study said that by 2026, they expect we're back to five days a week. And I, that just seems impossible, just seems like wishful thinking um, on that part. It does seem like the five-day work week as a standard is over. We're almost four years past the beginning, which is crazy, right? Almost right. four years past the beginning of the pandemic. And I, we've got to accept there's a new normal. 2020- <laughs>
0: oh, okay. All right. Yeah. a Yale lecturer. All right. How many people came back to work? How many people came back to work? She said 40%. She was throwing out numbers left and right, saying a whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> Talking loud and ain't saying nothing. All right. She wasn't making no sense. She was stuttering and shuffling. Uh, you know who didn't come back to work? Women. Mm. All right. They didn't come back to the office. Niggas still was out at, at work. And when I say niggas, I mean all of, the, all of us. All right. Except for me, I work from home. Well, I don't even have a job. I got no trabajo. hole. All right, so here we got right here. Five days. Who works five days? Y'all need to just be working five days. Sound like everybody got to work six and seven days at this particular point. The five-day work week. I'm assuming they're talking about in office present. All right, but people got two jobs now. Talking about five days of work. What? Mm. All right. Women didn't go back to work. Some of them didn't go back to work because they found these streets. In these streets. All right, if you do content <laughs> creation, you working every day. 12 hours a day, Mo- even more. All right, what are we doing here, Dave? uh I don't know, man. The five-day work week. Uh, by, by the way, yes, the five-day work week was kind of, um, kind of uh, a, pr- a production of the, of the labor laws, if you guys know, uh, more drunk history. Uh, most people used to work every day. <laughs> like, most people used to work every day and around the clock. Back in the day, they used to be like, "Uh, you're working Saturday and Sunday. I don't want to work. No work, no trabajo. They'd be like, oh, we're you're fired. Thank you for Labor Day. So then they gave us this eight-hour work week, five-day-a-week. Now they're trying to do four days, 10 hours, three, 12s. It's all the same. Now I'm going to tell you, most people that don't want to do the extra work days, what are you going to do? You're actually going to spend money on your off day. And then you're going to be back in the same position, more than likely. It's the old reparations argument. They're just going to blow the money. Well, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's going to matter when you blow the money. Same thing that's going to happen to these normies. They're going to have four days on, three days off, and all they're going to do is fuck and spend money. That's what they're going to do. Or sleep. That's what they're going to do. Sleep and motherfucking eat. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> all right, they going to do nothing else but go broker, fuck, and sleep. And barely eat. That's all they're going to do. But anyway, do drugs. It ain't like they're going to do something productive. But anyway, take your monkey ass to work. <laughs> here we go right here. More doom and gloom. Uh, nihilism today. All right? We're giving you more here. Here we go. Uh, this guy right here. Investor, his name is Ian Dunlap. He says one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars is no real money. Oh boy! New, 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 new world order. And it says you will not feel secure until you have six hundred thousand dollars to a million tucked away. Oh my goodness! All right. Anyway, who agrees with this individual? Let me see if they have anything more that I can add. All right, they don't have any more that I can add to that. They did take a snippet out of his his commentary, and that is a nice sport coat. It is almost like a sweater, right? That is interesting. All right, but Ian Dunlap, he's an investor. 100 to 200K is no real money. All right, he says, you're not going to feel secure until you have a half mil, or he said 600K. Boy, these numbers keep going up, but I don't know if you know. The numbers will keep going up. Um, he is He has it more right than wrong. I know this is going to rub people the wrong way, but I'm going to tell you, He's not wrong, but a lot of people are gonna say, "Hey, I can live off a of less and this and that." But you know, you're eventually gonna get eaten by inflation, and uh, if you ever want to do anything excessive, you're just gonna get priced out. Right, vacations and everything's gonna be everything's gonna go up around you, but you're just gonna minimalize, 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 and then eventually you'll just be stuck in the middle of the woods. But it, but it is right here. This is where we're getting right now. But uh, this is normal because you know all currencies. Inflate all of them are going to go up eventually. Uh, what we think was a target is going to be just well without our reach, and more millionaires are being created by the day in this economy, even with high inflation. More billionaires are being created that just makes things more expensive as well. They're just going to increase the prices to the point where you're priced out of so many things. Security is what he's talking about here. So, even though he's saying 100k socked away is not much, aka your 401k. So 401ks on average have 60 to 80 grand. All right. Now that doesn't mean other investment. People don't have other investment vehicles. Like, you know, I don't think homes are investments, but people do have homes that they can cash out. They do have other things Roth or IRAs, if you will, that they can cash out any other investments, stock portfolios, cryptocurrency. So a lot, but most people don't have any of those things. He's even saying, if you just had a 401k and cashed out after you retire, you're broke. You're going to be broke.
6: You get it through your thick skull that I'm broke, dead flat, stony, broke I've got three dollars and eighty five cents in my purse
0: and of course, if you live anywhere where there's any excitement, this is certainly true if you live somewhere like Paducah, Kentucky, but even Paducah, Kentucky is a suburb. they do have some wealthy people around there um a hundred to a hundred to two hundred k yeah, it could you're still not secure you're good, but you'll need to duplicate that some ten 10 years, all right, and socking things away, you know, if you want to buy any uh, uh, digital currencies and all of these things. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. Unfortunately, he's not wrong. Some people are going to get offended by this, and you're going to say, well, I give up. I'm going to tell you don't give up. (laughs) I'm going to tell you do not give up. But this is actually true. Uh, Tucked away 600K to a mil, tucked away, yeah. I mean, if you plan on doing anything like, oh, one more thing on this one. One more thing is that people really underestimate young man. I want to, I want you to listen. I want you to listen to this because this is this doom and gloom segment has some things here. Um, he says, depends on your age too. A- exactly. This is, I was just going to talk about this. A- as you age, you become less productive. You, you become physically exhausted, right? Your energy decreases, your testosterone, your strength decreases. So a lot of you guys are, Kind of wasting away your twenties and thirties, not making those steps. But what's going to happen is you're going to think, oh, okay, I'm going to just start, run, uh, you know, doing making up for lost time when I'm in my forties or fifties. But you know, the problem is, the problem is, depending on the type of work that you're going to do, you might not have the vigor and the energy and the strength and the recovery that you do when you're young. And this is why you look at athletics, it's almost always young people because they have the vigor, they have the recovery, they have the pliability of bones. They can take punishment, if you will, pause, and recover a lot faster. When you're 40, you can not recover. Even just waking up in the morning is a slow process when you're in your 40s. It's certainly going into your 50s and 60s. You can't just pop up out of bed. And that's where a lot of guys miss it is because they want to make up for lost time when, it's, when, when you're actually you know, when, when you're actually going to decrease in your, we call it, your your strength, your vigor. And uh, you got to start making the steps now to overcome that. So, yeah, maybe you won't get to 600 grand, sock the weight. Maybe you won't get to a million. But certainly, you must be making steps to do so because, you know, I, I think if you go to other currencies, I don't know how this happens. I might be just shooting from the hip. But go to other currents, go to other countries. When you go to other countries, their numbers be obscene, right? Uh, Go to another country and they'll be like, how much does this cost? They'd be like 33,000 pesos. That's how they talk. you like, 33,000 pesos? I mean, (laughs) or they'll be like, it's 1 million yen. Like 1 million. Okay, what did this start off at? Did y'all start off with these high-ass numbers for any reason? Did y'all start off at like 20 yen at some particular point? Why is it all the way up to 1 million? You just say 1 million like it's nothing. For us, that's shell shocking. You go to Dubai, they'd be like $4,000. You're like 4,000, whatever the currency is. You're like 4,000. Well, that equals like 1,000 bucks. But eventually, eventually, I'm going to tell you something. That's going to be America. Well, it already is America. At some particular point. Cars are going to be all $100,000. And when I say cars, I'm talking about new cars, not these old cars. Eventually, $100,000, people are just going to say it like it's nothing. They're going to say it like it's nothing. I mean, there was a time when you said a house was a million dollars. People would be like, where? Where is this house? This must be the largest house ever. Today, not so much. In Southern California, New York, Miami, these are starter homes. These are starter homes. A million dollars a starter home. Um, yes. You know, older people will understand and know. Saying things were $5 was like, huh? Five, $5. $5 was like, a, you know, like, holy shit. $5? You know what I mean? Like, what? My mother used to give me $20 a week. right? $20. And she was like, go get your food. Go to the grocery store. Get your stuff for the week. That's what she would do. She was like, you can get, get all the food that you want to make. She sent me to the store with $20. And I could get a grocery card for, uh, worth of shit. And this was in the 1990s. So $20 would not be one-eye outing. 20, if, I, if my kids asked me for money and I gave them $20, they'd be looking at me like, for one day just for them to go to the movies and to go go to the juice and go get some some cookies $20 would be like now I need a little bit more than this <laughs> right $20 is like what by the time they go to the movies it's $13 and they get a couple of popcorns and and, and milk duds and then now they gotta do what well how they gonna get home they can't even uber and shit they can't even Uber. $20 back in the day was like, yo, I got $20. Ninja, go to Tower Records, get me a, a tape. Give me a tape. Get my Spice One tape. <laughs> right? I got the Spice One tape and I got $10 left. Mm. For real. So we're already getting to that point. Just so you know, if you're a younger guy, you don't understand this. We I've seen money accelerate like crazy. So with this being said. Yes, this is true. 100k to 200k is not real money. It is a great income for a year. It is a great income for a year, but to feel secure in most places where in most places, not all, to feel secure over time, you're going to need to sock away a significant amount of money. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Sorry to be doom and gloom out here. All right, that's doom and gloom for today. All right, all right, all right. We back in the building. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. I'm going to get into some alternative currencies over here. Alternatives. Hey, Bitcoin saves you from this, as they say. Who do we got here? Hey, shout out to, uh, okay, that was somebody else. All
3: right, Uh, Cash App is open. It's open. It's open. All right, let me check out these alternatives. Okay, all right. Y'all ninjas
0: is dry this week. (laughs) Yeah, ninjas is dry. They're like, ninjas is like coach.
6: Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse.
0: And something I can add here, I think men, you know, well, I'm not gonna add that. Men, that, that should be your mission. All right, that should be your mission. Shout out to JUCO Joe in the building. Thanks to the free agent lifestyle. I'm at the JUCO. saying what are you saying at the juco acknowledge me <laughs> yeah juco joe over there like this this weekend shout out to juco joe out here what's up nigga what's up for the weekend nigga? oh man look at these oh oh no look at this all right what is this this tiktok dance shit oh man i can't stand that dance what is that dance all tiktok dances are in a box now they just do everything they can in a box so they can fit in a little box. Shout out to Juco Joe in the building. I'm going to remember that show name, Juco Joe. Newski got something to say. Out of all content creators, I've learned the most from CGA. It's not the amount you can pay. He says it right here. He says it's not an amount you can pay for that game. Honestly, shout out to you. Appreciate you, brother. We here to teach. This is why we call it the edutainment. You don't have to agree with everything that I say, but, oh, boy, are there lessons in here. And This is a, these are freebies. All right, I'm not getting paid my weight out here, but it doesn't matter. Kayla says, Coach, your coverage on Cat Williams' interview with Shannon Sharp was incredible. He gave so many red pills, it was scary. But then again, it is Holly weird. It is Holly weird. weird. Yeah, Holly weird is weird. Um, I haven't been deep, deep down into Hollyweird, but I'm going to tell you. I've met a lot of actors and actresses and people in movies and, and, and celebrities, athletes, and um, entertainers. And, yeah, they're, they're on a different level. They're on a different level. They're not, it's not what they are. Uh, you know, unfortunately, when you see them on the screen, you feel like you know them. But when you're in public, they're not who they are on the screen. They're not who they are on the screen. They are acting. And the, the reason why they're on the screen because they are good at acting. You might see them on a TV show and think you know them. You don't. That is a character. (laughs) That is not them. Then you meet them in person and they're somewhat different. And probably you can say the same about me as well. But yeah. They are playing a character. All of them. So uh, even the comedians, even Cat Williams is a character. He's a character. He's selling the truth and he's telling jokes through humor, but he's also You know, so where does the line draw? As a matter of fact, the history of comedians uh, were court gestures. And that's where comedians extend from. And these people entertain royal courts and uh, audiences. And what they would do is sometimes get in trouble because they're telling truth through humor. And even that will get them in trouble. Court gestures were liable to lose their life if they were talking recklessly about the king and the monarch. And but they would tell jokes about the king and the monarch, and hopefully the king and the king uh, laughed. But it was a somewhat truth about it, and it was humor. So anyway, shout out to Kaylin says LeBron is thirty nine years old and still playing well, but it takes a longer time for him to recover. It does, um, and I cannot imagine doing what LeBron has done. Um, these basketball players, if you guys never play basketball and don't realize the wear and tear on your joints and your ligaments and to be able to recover night in, night out, play at an elite level. And even grabbing the rim and dunking the ball is not what it seems. There, there's, some, there's some slight pain to dunking the ball and grabbing the rim. So, yeah, and then you got to jump, and then you're landing on your feet. This is a, you know, if you ever see a basketball player's feet in the NBA, you don't want to see it. It's kind of like a ballet player, person's feet. Their feet are turned over. Their feet are turned over, worn out. Their toes are busted. And um, it is not a pretty sight what they're doing, but he's playing at an elite level and has said to have said to spend a million dollars at least on his body. And uh, body work is going to be my focus for this year. I want to focus my attention on my body uh, because how you, your body feels is how you're going to be able to produce. So getting stretches, getting chiropractic, if you will, physical therapy, recovery methods, um, making sure you have uh, good joints movements, flexibility, you know, uh, straight training, making sure you're maintaining your strength. You don't have to be a bodybuilder. Um, you don't have to be a bodybuilder, but you do have to take care of your body. So I, I'm going to focus on that in 2024 by focusing on my body because yeah, that's all you got left <laughs> at this age. It's all you got left. And, um, I will be getting my meat fixed too, as well. Right. We'll be getting my meat fixed. So every Everything, everything's going to get attention there. You know, massage scalps. I'm going to have Ling Ling over there massaging my scalp.
3: Yoga. Yeah, yoga. All of that stuff. And the whole body going to get touched. Girl sucking toes. Girl,
0: get them toes. All of that. <laughs> right. Uh, at my age, people, I'm, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder, right? I do have a lot. I do have a great gym here on my facilities here on campus in the Desert Storm Bunker. But uh, the days of me trying to be a bodybuilder and packing on muscle is gone. As a matter of fact, I do see a lot of former bodybuilders getting off of their gear and and leaning up. They're leaning down. All right, the the days where people just getting swole for no reason are almost um, dissipating, and a lot of people are returning back to healthy body weight, even muscularity. And I was in great shape about ten years ago, and uh, I'm glad I did it. But those days are gone. Don't, I don't need that no more I just want to be able to be able to move functionally uh when I packed on a lot of muscle, man I couldn't even, my shoulders were jacked like it was like my shoulders just moving around everything was not even so quote unquote functional it was it was kind of tough to keep on that type of weight uh but yeah a lot of these people are leaning down they're trying to get to a healthy weight all of that muscle and all of those steroids and all of those pro hormones and all of that. TRT and all of that, yeah. It's great in, 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 in doses, but people are coming off of that stuff. PEDs,
3: they're coming off of it. All right, anyway, let's get back to the dates. Oh, wait. I need to acknowledge these brothers. Rob
0: Cruz says New York City Mayor forced city workers to come back to work due to Manhattan's losing money, i.e. parking Delis and stores. What do you think about the fifteen dollar toll? I've seen it. Politicians were all for it four years ago. Now they're against it. Shaking my head. Yes, indeed. New, new, well, new, new, new world order. I actually saw them setting up and being ready for the fifteen dollar toll. If that's going to alleviate traffic, but what it, what they did was take away a lane, so they're going to have more congested traffic. And essentially, you got to make a choice. I will find that most people don't want to pay tolls even if it makes them get to where they need to get quicker, right? But when they put these tolls in, they take away a lane that was actually free that would actually alleviate traffic, but I don't know what you do. There's not much. What are you going to do? Move the cities away, move the buildings off the street corner, take away sidewalks? I don't know what you're going to do about it. So uh, my my, um, my solution is make some more money, right? (laughs) Pay the fee. Pay the fee. That's why so I don't know what to say, man. But a lot of people can't pay the fee. I get it. Los Angeles did the same thing on the freeway, on the 405. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't have a carpool lane for a long time. They opened up an extra lane, and but what they did was take away a lane. They take away a lane that was normally free-flowing without price. Then they just basically tacked on a, a, a toll lane. <sighs> what a mess. But most people aren't going to pay. They'll sit in traffic. Again, uh, this goes back. I know this is another tax. Sadly enough, we have too many taxes. I know this show is going off the rails, but here's the thing with people's mindset: people will trade time for money. People will take people will take the time penalty instead of paying the price. Now again, when you switch this mindset, you're gonna realize that your time's more valuable. Not only your time, your peace of mind, and your stress. This is why my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle, is so important and only a small percentage of men are going to get it. Some of your biggest fights, some of your biggest frustrations, some of your biggest stressors is that you're wasting time and you don't realize it and you can buy yourself out of it. Now, this is where people fight even there. They say we shouldn't have to buy ourselves out of it. I get it. We shouldn't have to. It's an extra tax. We're being taken advantage of. Sometimes it's a better trade-off. Sometimes you might think you're not getting what you want. But guys, your time and peace of mind and stress are way more valuable than the toll price. But you for men especially have a problem when it comes to money. Now again, tax being taxed unfairly is a problem. But think about this. You're going to sit in the non-toll lane Five days a week, five days a week, four weeks a month, 12 months a year. Just think of that over time, how that's affecting your time, your peace of mind. You got to leave house early, leave your family early, leave your extracurriculars early, not have access to those things. Stress yourself out. You got to find another way around. You gotta find another way around and to defeat it. Sometimes money buys you out of these things. Even when it comes to women, some of our problems with women is cause we don't stuff dollar bills in their mouth like Ted DiBiase. If you stuff dollar bill, I know it sounds like it sucks. We shouldn't have to. For some reason, they shut the fuck up and do what you want them to do when they got money. I'm just sometimes they don't, but sometimes they cooperate. When they see dollar bills. Why? Because they need it. (laughs) It's one of those things. Or sometimes you can pay your way out of not dealing with women. All right. I'm not deal with their bullshit. I'm I'm letting you know it's a cheat code. But because we're not getting when we try to avoid doing that, then we put up with bullshit from them. (laughs) Just think about this. Just think about this. Because we don't want to give it to them, because we don't want to pay the toll, we go say, well, we're going to deal with bullshit. I'll deal with bullshit because I refuse to pay the toll. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. You're just refusing to pay and taking on the stress. You're choosing this. Mm. Somebody says, so here we go. So, again, thank you. So, just accept whatever the government wants you to do. You've been doing it anyway. guys." Guys, you've been getting fucked by the government for decades. You think this $15 toll is going to make a difference? As if the government hasn't been fucking you sideways already. And what are you going to do, sir? When the gov- What are you going to do? <laughs> Ninja sitting up here. What are you going to do? Start the Boston Tea Party? We get taxed, triple taxed, and we be getting triple taxed because of the normies been letting us get triple taxed. What the hell are you going to do? What's wrong with these guys acting like you're going to do something? You ain't going to do shit to the government. You're going to do it or you're not going to do it. (laughs) You ain't going to do a damn thing in case you missed it. The last time people rebelled against taxes, it started a damn war. But, Ninja, you're going to throw tea off the boat anytime soon? Shut up. You ain't going to do nothing against the government at this point. (laughs) So we should just accept what the government does? Yes. That's what you've been doing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You've been getting whipped on the post for decades. If you wanted to do something, do something already. (laughs) We would all have to look. Listen, I can't say this because they're going to say I started an insurrection
0: but just to let you know, you would have to do this on all fronts, not paying a $15 toll. You would have to start stop paying child support today. Everybody would have to say, stop paying child support today. Otherwise, I'm gonna pay my child support. Ninja, I ain't going to jail. Ninja Boston Tea Party ass ninjas. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Anyway, I'm not starting no insurrection either. Let me get back to my show before y'all have me out here in trouble on YouTube. <laughs>
3: yeah. All right, yo. What the hell
0: are you going to do, brother? Nothing. <laughs> when you ready to start the war, let me know. Until then, pay your $15. Here we go right here. Let's get into it. He says, if you feeling froggy, then leap. In fact, dude, I'm telling you, man. You feeling froggy, leap. Let me know. Y'all going to start the Hey, you going to start the fire? Let me know. But until then, pay your money. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me get back to it. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's let's go. Right, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like on five fifty the get high with me. That's a deal, right? the Sniggle Theater. By the way, man, the government got us booked and hooked. Cause if y'all feeling froggy, they just gonna turn your Wi-Fi off. It's a wrap. I hope you guys know they get, they can literally turn the water off. Wi-Fi and electricity and y'all bitch-ass ninjas will get back to work real quick. You understand? All right, come on, man. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. Don't start no shit. Won't be no shit. They turn your Wi-Fi off and you will be back to work tomorrow. (laughs) Right? Real quick. Oh, oh shit. They didn't cut off our Wi-Fi. Back to work. They cut your Bluetooth off. You be back to paying $15. Mm. All right. Anyway, let's get back to a straggler in sniggle theater. Uh, yes, we have a straggle in the bodega, and let's see what she's up to. Fire! <laughs> your, your hair, your hair, your
7: hair. Clip it back in. I'm
2: yeah. fine. Sure. Ah, uh, cool,
7: that's, <laughs>
0: how,
2: that's how the new castle goes on. Fire! <laughs> <laughs> your,
0: your- Man, the West End girls here. Take a look at this. This is a scab peeling skeezer right here. Look at her ponytail. Look at her ponytails not connected, and she definitely zooted and drunk out here. Look at her mouth all twisted. Man, that fentanyl is dangerous out here, boy. Look at this is right here. What's going on? She going to fix it when their eyebrows are like this. Yeah, she drunk. She's spinning. All right, and why is her ponytail? (laughs) Oh, man, look at this. Man, what is going on with women today, man? Why so much fakeness? Why so much fakeness? Like, oh, this is so disgusting. Like, I mean, if, if you take this off and I see this, I'm going to be disgusted. <laughs> like, she got this fake ass. Oh, this is terrible. They be out here with all this fakeness out here wanting a real ninja. All right. But look, her ponytail that came off. Oh, man, that's a disgrace.
2: Oh, the humanity.
0: Oh, what's going on here? West End Girls. I guess that's over in the UK. It looks like, it looked like, it looked like New York. It looked like New York. All right. Uh, more kids appearing on Stragwood West Nickel Theater. That's because parents are putting their kids on the internet and exposing them. So I can only do the same. All right. Definitely. Here's a kid right here. Maybe his name is Keandre. Definitely is dressed like the father that left her. All right. Dressed her son like the father that left her. He's already in cornrows. This is a boy. This is a young boy, um, and the mother's going to expose her young boy as to sexualize the kid's mind here. Let's go ahead and play it.
4: Okay, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Show everybody you want to keep looking at the
6: back, because that booty on there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. That's
6: what he kept wanting to turn around and look at.
2: He kept look, look oh, at wow. this. <laughs> Are you? That's sad, y'all. Look at my son. Are you?
6: Give it here, bro. Give it here, bro.
3: Bro, you about to go to war over this? Give me this, man.
0: As I was saying earlier, the young men today, the women who complain about the men of today were raised by the women of yesterday. This is prime example, Exhibit A11. The young boy, uh, the mother has decided to broadcast that she is sexualizing the young child, sexualizing the mind, exposing him to a buttocks. And the son seems to be reacting to it. He has a reaction to it. Um, he is very young to be able to say that he's attracted to the booty. Okay. Okay. But I, I wouldn't think that that's what he's. Attracted to, uh, but it would be quite normal to have this type of reaction. It wouldn't be anything to shame him for, or expose him, or say that it's sad. If the young boy is having a heterosexual response, that seems to justify healthiness. At this point, it is a little advanced at his age, but why do this? I mean, we would not do this to little girls, I'm sure. But anytime we're sexualizing little girls, and we don't justify sexualization of little girls. It, we're, we're the bad guys, right? We're the bad guys. But of course, these are the women that are raising the young boys they're later going to complain about that only think about one thing and are addicted to booty and pornography and all of this stuff. And this is a sad, this is another indictment. This is This is what we're doing right now. This is what she's doing. Hey, look, y'all. He wants to see the cover, the back of the cover where the booty is. And I'm pretty sure he's seeing his mother booties, his mother's booty. You see what I mean? Uh, so it's it's sad and of course now oh you're gonna start a war you're gonna fight over this uh, there is a great perversion sometimes of mother and sons it's quite disgraceful and uh, despicable and of course she's got her Louis Vuitton she's in the airport he's probably acting like a monkey but of course now she's doing this all into the public and have to broadcast it on the internet to clout chase over her son this is shitty parenting shitty <laughs> okay
2: go ahead
6: Okay, ahead, show everybody you want to keep looking at the back because that booty on
2: there. That's
6: what he kept wanting to turn around and look at.
2: Oh, wow. Are
6: you? That's sad, y'all. Look at my son. Are you?
2: Give
0: it here, bro. Give it, it here, bro. Bro, you about to go to war over this? And, yes, look at him, dressed like the baby daddy. Timberland boots, triple fat goose, down coat, you know, baggy pants, whatever, dressed in, in, in cornrows. Uh, this sad, y'all. Look at my son. This, this, is, this is sad. Look at my son. Maybe correct your son. Maybe see if this is healthy. Maybe discuss if this is healthy. Try to see it. Try to validate his feelings. Use it as a means to teach. Give them some instructions. Tell them to not be addicted to booty. Yep, she's trained them to do this. Now, look at it. It's sad. I'm telling you, man, the problem we have in our country, direct correlation, is between the kids that exist and the mothers primarily that have raised them. Um, they say this is a person that the name looks familiar. Oh, it is a woman with 7 million followers on Instagram. Yes, uh, th- it is this woman right here. So allegedly they have tagged this woman. Oh yeah. Yep. So this is the woman. Uh, not a surprise, not a surprise. I've recognized the name. I just don't know who she is. This is, this is the woman here. 7 million f- followers. So as it see up, oh, it, it comes as no surprise guys. It comes as no surprise. Yep. We're not surprised. It's just a rapper. Her name is yep. There you go right there. Yeah, I mean, this This should be no surprise. Anybody know who this child's father is? There you go. Her name is Cash Doll. And, yep, so she has monetized this young boy, as you can see. Anybody know? She's probably an athlete or a rapper. It's probably an athlete or a rapper. So this is where we're at. And, by the way, this son looks like a daughter at this point. It's a Detroit rapper or she's a Detroit rapper. Yep, Stragnesia, all right, Sharkisha. So, yeah, I guess we're not surprised. It makes sense. And why is your son, you're, you're saying your son wants the back of the mom. The, this is how you're dressed. Yep. Is it Nick Cannon? No way. All right, I don't think so. And this is the mom. What, what do you think the son's going to do? That kid is a mess. That kid's going to be a mess. All right, uh, anyway. It's a rapper, their kid's a rapper, or she's a rapper. I don't know what y'all saying. She's a rapper. See again, my pop culture is pretty bad. I wouldn't be able to call pop my cop, my pop culture is not that good. Shrago and Sniggle theater. uh so you want to marry an Asian woman. All right, so here we go right here. Let's know if this let me know if this is true. You want to marry an Asian woman. All right? Well, when you meet her Asian family, you might have to impress him with some money. All right, here we go. I got
7: money. Dad, Mom.
1: This is a little
8: You Where are
4: you from? Where are you from?
2: Mm.
0: well it doesn't take much to have the dad
2: the The asian
0: dad turn over his daughter all it took was a german vehicle access to credit cards All right, to know a millionaire or a billionaire, in fact, a billionaire, and to uh, have the passport ready just like that. Yes, the dowry still exists. All right, arranged marriages still exist. All of a sudden, they're like, check. Hey, yes, indeed. All right, yes. Daughter, honey, you did good for yourself, and you did good for the family. You did good for the (laughs) family. All right. (laughs) Money talks bullshit walks out here. It didn't have nothing to do with his personality or any of that. Wow, he had, he had it ready to go. He was like, I know what you want. I know what you want. Girl, you know I can't provide. <laughs> All right, this is sad. True love, it cost a thing out here.
7: I got money.
1: Dad, Mom. This is Xiao
0: Chen. Look at that, another broke ninja. Another broke ninja. You bringing another broke ninja out here? (laughs) All right, he got his degree. Look at the mom. She like, let me get some. Let me get some. I want to be a part of your family. All right, here we go. Oh. Get the okay. You going to travel? We taking trips. Okay, got the resume out. Uh, I got money. He said, "I got money." Oh, he's good. He's he, oh. They go the German car. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <coughs> oh. <coughs> oh. <laughs> Ninja. I got
7: money. All right.
0: Hey, man, listen, man. Look, look, guys, I don't know if you know, uh, that's how families were picked back in the day. Back in the day. You want traditionalism. You want traditionalism. Yeah, man, that's traditionalism. You actually had to have land. You actually had to have access to money. Unfortunately, by the way, land was the great, that that was the thing that allowed people to be able to uh, pass through the courtship. Yeah, he had that S-550. Daddy was like, you can have my daughter. Fondle her, fornicate her, and all of that. Knock her up. But y'all out here trying to look for love. Love, eh, love don't exist, especially on that side, man. You had to have some land, to access to, I mean, this is, this is the basis. Property, land. That was number one. That got you a wife. That got you a wife. Property and land. And this is why the black community is the way it is today. All right, but anyway. <laughs> All right, that was it. All right, let me see here. Is there more straggling Sniggle Theater? I don't think I have a lot of them today. I don't. So that's the end of it. Let's go.
6: All right, and, and, and
0: in case you don't want to do any of these things, you have the ultimate solution, which is Free Agent Lifestyle which you need to do monk mode. A lot of us don't want to participate in this system because really, to be honest with you, um, in America, the system of the dowry would never work. All right, hold on for a second. I lost my chapstick. I don't have it. All right, that's going to be a mess for the rest of this show. All right, hold on for a second. Oh, there it is. I was going to say, man, I won't make it through the show without no chapstick. All right, balls. Well, lip balm. I just gave them free advertisement. Uh, but, yeah, guys don't want to participate in this system because in America, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. Uh, women are just looking to finesse. And I just think, I honestly believe that, um, what, is, what did I press here? Hold on for a second. Give me a second here. Oh, I see what I did here. Um, honestly, today, when it comes to this uh, mindset of uh, having money and access to land and all that, women used a divorce court um, to, to transfer this wealth. So they use marriage and divorce to transfer this wealth. So it doesn't work, and the fact is the parents are almost inevitably not involved in the courtship. So for people, for women that want this to, this is how it should be. And I also agree, it should be like this. But the missing link is that the parents and the family are no longer involved. Therefore, the courtship doesn't happen in a traditional manner, if you will. And then also, the woman makes the decision, not the family. The family, there's no input. Then what will happen is this woman is not coming in with the right intentions. And then over time, they use the divorce system to uh, restrict, to basically use a blank check against the guy. In traditional dowry and all of those other things, it is really absent of the love factor. So then the guy's not talked out of protection, prenup. So the guy, the prenup is essentially going to be where the dowry or the uh, bride price exist. But because men go in with love and money, they get swindled heavier than the actual bride price. The actual dowry. Because the dowry is a specific amount. It's it's actually negotiated up front. The bride price is negotiated up front. But what we're doing is we're absent in the family. The guy has money, you get married, they use the divorce system, and then the guy writes an obscene check. And the check is based on what was accumulated throughout the marriage. I think it's fucked up now. Yeah. Mm. So the dowry actually pays, okay, this will happen. Okay, if you leave, there's a price. Okay, what is the price? Okay, we negotiated up front. So it's actually messed up. Community property um, with the judge having discretion at a a family court. I think it's screwed up, so it's not the same. It is not the same. We overpay for breaking up the family. We overpay for divorce. We overpay within the marriage. So it doesn't quite work the way we would want it to work. So, yeah. This is the the love thing is used against men. Against. All right, let me check up here. Shout out to Uncle Mel says, when you're in your 40s, you can barely roar. Roar! There's something else. You can roar. But there is some pain and recovery associated with it. (laughs) You young guys better know this. Shout out to Workademics. Paying tuition. Happy New Year out here. Shout out to you, soldier for God. Always with some wisdom. It's not how much you make. It's about how much you spend. When you're young, use your time to earn money. And as you are older and get older, use money to earn time. Facts. It's not really how much you make, really. But um, people do... Not know how to budget and spend. You know, we do, we, we have consumerism here in our country. So, yes, but use your money to earn time. Money earns time. Time is, is rewarded in, in money. I think there's a statistic that says 90% of people are on the exchange from time to money. 90% of people, that, there's always that 80% Pareto principle that is pretty much true. 80% of people trade time for money. And that's how you've been educated, that's how you've been taught. The 20% of people, they trade they trade production for money. They produce something or they have a system or money earns for them like the, the they have money and then with time the money magically through compound interest earns more money. So the money works for them. They don't work for the money. That's 20% of the population. And it's a real jump. Here's a blue chip, if you will. This is when men leave. You only talk about women. When you change from that model where you trade time for money, your life is going to change to a point where people who do that model will not understand you. Even your family, your friends, your girlfriend, your wife, they will not understand it. The model of trading time for money. You got if you get away from that and you're able to earn from being a producer where you produce something, you have what you call um the CPR in my blue chip, which is compound passive residual. So you get paid where the money works for you and the money over time works for you and your passive income works for you and your residual income earns you money where you can have multiple streams of income where you're not trading time for money. It is a massive shift. Somebody said 20% is high. Yeah, and I've only used that because it's the Pareto principle of 80-20. But yeah, it's really a small percentage of people that don't trade time for money. When you trade time for money, you will realize that your greatest resource is not the money, it's the time. And you will lose more time. And as, as you spend more time, You think time is just a a available resource, but time also includes energy. So you trade not only time, but energy. This is why a person that gets a second and third job inevitably digs a hole. Listen to me. This is why you inevitably dig a hole because you go, okay, if I trade more time, I'll get more money, which is true, except you have energy to consider now. Remember, money, energy, attention, and time. So now you're going to run out of energy and time. So you're going to fatigue. You're going to burn out. Then you're going to actually have to spend more money to go to the second and third job to where the money, this is the same thing with two incomes with parents, the two income household, where the second parent says, well, if I go get a job, then we'll make more money. Yeah, but at a certain time, it's going to be at the cost and expense the expenditure of energy in your relationship. Your relationship is going to burn up in flames. The relationship is going to suffer. Not only that, your time to your children is going to suffer. Then both of you will be burned out and returned to each other in flames. So now you're only getting 10% of each other instead of giving each other a a greater amount. The time and the energy goes outside instead of inside. So these are all things that, that normies keep running into and their problems will never be solved with the same mindset. Well, I'll just get more money or I'll collect more money from, some, you know, child support. I'll get child support from the other partner. Well, what you did was you burnt out the other partner. You burnt their bridge. And inevitably, that money's going to run out and then you're going to need another source of income. You cannot go back to that person after you've abused them. So divorce, same thing. I'll just divorce them and take his money. But you burn that bridge and you're going to need that bridge again. Right. And you use so much energy that the money that you got back, you could have actually used your energy and time wisely and had a better source of income than a little bit of income that you got over here. It is so mind-boggling, but of course, you know, this is something that people can't, they cannot overcome because you're stuck on the hamster wheel and so forth and so on and you'll never get out of it. You have to break out of this mindset. You got to break out of this mindset. The same, yeah, he says right here, people are using the same solution to solve problems, Right. And then inevitably, you keep running into the same problem. But yeah, same thing with women. When you find out that a lot of your problems can be because you got bitches slapping you and arguing with you and disrespecting you, most of that is economics. Most of that is you cannot afford a woman to behave right. So you got to put up with this bullshit. And then you will say it's free, but you you got an unhealthy woman. You have an obese woman. You have a woman that doesn't take care of herself, barely bathe, She smells like pussy, right? All she knows how to do is spread her legs. Her offsprings are going to be garbage and trash, right? You're going to spend a lot of time getting your kids bailed out of jail and prison. You're going to deal with disrespect and dysfunction. All because you were in a bad economic situation. You got what you were willing to pay for. And you said, I'm willing to pay nothing. In exchange for access to this, and there, and you get that result. That's the result you get. This is all decision making. Yep, she smells like weed and burnt up blunts, and she acts up in public. You're arguing with her on a daily basis. It is a mindset. And it's a mindset even men are fighting other men about. It's a mindset. Trading time for money. Eventually, you're going to run out of time or eventually you're going to have to build up more energy to get more time. There, but there's time has a cap. Money
3: and energy, energy kind of has a cap. Money doesn't have a cap and so forth and so on. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> shout, shout out to Steven Russell for the gift. Shout out to y'all. We're distinguishing these gift times. Shout out to the gift givers. Shout out to the gift givers. The contractor says, good morning, coach. Last night's stream was fire. I'm here for it. Thank you, brother. Hit the like button. Alexander Ruffin says, coach, you are right. I don't even cook anymore because I pay a chef to cook for me. It saves me time of going to the grocery store and cooking the food. Now I stay on point with my nutrition and my fitness because of it. And that's definitely body works. That's definitely body works. And then you're less likely to reach for snacks, chips. You're less likely to go through the drive-thru, less likely to go get fast food. And all of that is a fee that you're paying and you're avoiding wasting time. You're probably adding time to your life and value and you're not wasting energy and money. But, yeah, these things are hard things to overcome. Uh, yeah, They are. And I talk about this in the blue chip mindset. You guys will sit there and go, well, I'll fold the clothes myself and I'll wash the clothes myself and I'll, I'll clean my house by myself. So what you're doing is trading time. That's time. You cannot get back. That's time. You could be de-stressing to save some money, but we all got to save money and cut corners. We do. We do. I'm not saying just throw money away, but you will find that sometimes you can do this and you'll save that. And it actually is more valuable. It's actually more valuable to you. And um, time is precious, right? Time is precious. Like, uh, 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 do we want to talk about this? Y'all want to hear this shit? Y'all want some more entertainment? Time is precious. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, overtime. I think uh, the brother that I heard this from is from the lawyer. Uh God. <laughs> He's talk about what a reference somebody's name. He's a content creator here. He was Kevin Samuel's best friend. You know who I'm talking about. But I heard him talking about this. First quarter of your life, 0 to 20. Second quarter of your life, 21 to 40. Third quarter of your life, 41 to 60. Fourth quarter of your life is 61 to
3: 80. Anytime after that is a gift. That's called overtime. That's called overtime. Okay, If you don't, uh, yeah, uh, Sperling, Dennis Sperling. Shout
0: out to Dennis Sperling. So Dennis Sperling was talking about this. If you don't understand that, you're going to run up to it and go, oh, man, wow, I didn't realize. I'm already headed into the fourth, uh, the I'm in the middle of the third quarter. I'm in the middle of the third quarter of my life, which means I only have a quarter and a half of life left. And genetically, we, we, we live long, but no day is guaranteed. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. I'm really at the middle to end of my life. The middle to end. In fact, once you're 60, there's not much income producing that you're going to do. You're, unless you just come up with Kentucky Fried Chicken out of your ass, right? But even if you become rich, like if you just become rich at 65, there's not much life left. Okay. But you guys think time is just everything.
3: Okay. You think time, you just got time. Guys, you guys are wasting time wasting it, pissing it away, not
0: being productive. So I'm, I'm 48 now. I'm in the going to be 50 in two years or a year and a half. That means I'm in the middle of third quarter. Once I hit 60 that next decade, that's time to enjoy, not time to be grinding that out. All right, you can still come up with good ideas to start businesses, but that ain't time to be freaking grinding it out. Now, if I get to 80, and the more years after 80 is just a gift because the average lifespan is 70, 72, 75, 77. Most people, it's game over by that point, for sure. So what does that mean? These years in your life, after 20, 250, that's, that's the meat. That's where you should be grinding. Sacrificing, risking, doubling down, tripling down, going all in—you ain't gonna be chasing pussy at sixty, right? You ain't gonna be trying to brag that you're a player at sixty. It ain't gonna mean much. All right, it ain't gonna mean much, brothers. Really, after fifty, not gonna mean much. You're gonna—and by the way, getting young girls—if you—if you have what you need to have, you'll have plenty of access to punani. It'll be very relatively cheap or easy. And it will probably be the best than you've ever gotten. Trust me. But this is your time. Anyway, let me get back to the show. Really value your time out here. Abel returns to Eden says, never seen an unhappy, rich, childless bachelor. You never see him. And by the way, they always look young. They always look younger than their age. The Mighty Bull says, knowledge is king. Have a great weekend. Thank you, brothers. Knowledge is king. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? You guys take life as a joke. <laughs> you guys be taking life as a joke out here. You think this shit is a joke. All right, man, take it. This is precious. Shout out to our brother here. Let me say your name. Dominic is in the building. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Louis says, they froze you on PC as you said the tea party. Wow, you missed it. Yep. Again, I'm not trying to get no insurrect, insurrection charges over here. I want to run for president at some point at 80. Your boy,
3: Scoop, thank you, brother, over there on the Cash is app. The Cash is app. All right. He said some old dudes still get booty blinded. Yep. And it's sad.
0: It's sad to see that old dudes be out here doing what you should be doing in your 20s and just be like. I mean, to me, I'm like, man, they starving for, but y'all, y'all starved out. Can't be that starved out. It's somewhat sad. Did I get, uh, let me see if I could get these four brothers, and I'm going to move it on. Shout out to Nathaniel. He says, hey, coach, here's a 20, not as much weight as it used to have back then. He says, but I appreciate you and the coach gang. Trust me, I appreciate y'all brothers, man. Right? It wasn't what it was in 1992 for sure, but it is what it is. Pro Man says, funny how Bill Cosby spent time in jail for sleeping with grown women in the Playboy Mansion, but we have another Bill, you know, old, dirty, slick Willie, that lights them young at a pedal island and crickets. You can tell who's protected around here. All right, because they ain't, there's no movement to throw his ass in jail at all. They're quiet. Van says, you're not wrong about currency. In Jamaica, everyone knows inflation exists because the price of things are raised here yearly. When I was young, the dollar capped at $1,000. Now it's $5,000. Most cars are over a million dollars. I used to be able to live on my income last year. This year, it's not possible anymore. He says he's broke. Shout out Let to the brothers. you
4: get it through your
6: thick skull that I'm broke? Yes. Dead, flat, stony, yes. broke. i got $3.85 <laughs> in my purse.
0: Hey, um, currency will continue to go up. We're never going to get in the situation where the currency goes down. I mean, unless it just implodes. Covid Killer, did you mention, wait, did you mention clowns? Here I am. The king would um, have immunity for court jesters. The king would grant immunity for court jesters. When you have time, check out this, um, the psychology of the fool. All right, so this is the court gesture I'm assuming you're uh, showing me here. The psychology of the fool. And, uh, yes, we're entertained by the fool. But, yes, the, I guess you're saying the king would grant immunity for court gestures. There you go right there. So then they can what? They can get away with saying certain things. Wow, th- that's,
3: th- that's some deep shit right there. When you think about that and think about what Cat Williams was saying
0: and think about things that these people are, man, that's actually deep. Uh, thank you for sharing that. That's actually deep. I love stuff like that. Anyway, knowledge is king. Let's get back to the show. What are we doing here? Women and dating in 2024. Let's get back to talking about that. Women and dating in 2024. What is this on my screen? All right, so this woman says right here, oh, this is a hard truth. Are you ready for this truth? And ladies, let me know if you agree with this. They're going to say they don't hard truths about being too nice as a guy
1: boys you need to stop being so fucking available today i'm going to tell you why you keep getting rejected and i'm going to tell you the things that girls don't want you to know first and foremost girls aren't going for simps and you know what it is really sad that if you treat a girl right she's still gonna go to the guy that doesn't but as a girl i can't even tell you how many times i've heard another woman say I really like him but like he's just too nice too nice it's the sad truth but girls in our generation see guys that are overly nice from the get-go as weaker and like something's wrong with them also this goes back to availability girls are super jealous we want something that's hard to get so if a guy is acting available 24 7 she's going to think of him as easy and I guarantee you, some girls are going to be watching this video and be like, we love nice guys. Those are literally the same girls that are friend zoning their guy best friend because he's too available, too nice. It is actually so frustrating. Girls like the guys that are harder to get.
0: But Boy- all right, people are gonna say she's lying. People are gonna say she's lying, but she's telling the truth. Unfortunately, words and actions mean stuff. She is not lying. Now. Let's talk about it because what we're not factoring in too much is Generation Z women are now becoming adults. The oldest Generation Z woman would be 25 in the area of 25 going into 26 this year. So, literally, we have a group of Gen Z approaching 30. They're in their mid-20s. We have a group of Gen Z. uh, Mostly all of Gen Z are almost going to be adults by the end of this year. In fact, a lot of Gen Z will be voting age. In this election. And we always dismiss them. And the reason why I point this out is this woman is certainly somebody I wouldn't date. and Because just age-wise, I wouldn't date her seriously or look to marry her. All right, there could be a couple of fistful of 20s in her future for here and there occasionally. But, you know, we, we don't factor in Gen Z. They're all dating age, marriage age, uh, certainly childbearing ages. And they're now learning to date. They're now learning what to look for in mates. They're now considering mates as lifetime partners. Um, And they're not kids anymore. They're not kids anymore. So this person is a general Zer, And this is a truth that they're learning. And she's, you know, remember, we already been through this. I've already been through this. This is not something that concerns me. But this does concern the Gen Z population of they're trying to figure out what's going on out here. Why things the way they are. And so for her group of people that she's pushing this message to, she's right. She's telling a truth that young men in her age group are not figuring out. They don't want to know it. And the fact is, there is a certain thing about scarcity. There's certain thing about a woman that fears, has fear or composition anxiety. There's certain women that, yes, if you're too available at certain times, it's going to be, it's going to work against you. It's not going to work great in favorable for you. Uh, for instance, when I say, if you tell a woman I'm not talking to any other women, she doesn't have urgency. Okay, there's a lot of pickup artists that have defined all of these things, and they got wonderful, goofy, kind of, you know, white-centric definitions and words uh, for these particular actions. Like, for instance, they might even say, um, you know, some pickup artists might even say that— um, what she's talking about is that the woman doesn't have, you know, the one term would be scarcity. I'm trying to think of the word they would use for this one. Um, and I can't think of it right away. I can't think about it right away, but uh, I'll think about it in a second. But if there's no competition, there's no scarcity. You're, you're always available. You give her options. You're, you're never talking to any women. There's no competition. Th- then the woman's going to lose interest in you. Why? Because you're always there. You're always going to be there. They never feel like you're going to leave. So in, in an essence, they always feel like they can have you in their wheelhouse, in their orbit. And so if you're always available to them, they have no need to have no urgency to make something, make a decision about you. That is a good guy strategy. That is a long-term strategy. That is a strategy that they can always have you there forever because you will exist no matter what she gives you. Right. Not one itis. There's another word here that I, for some reason, dread. Thank you. Thank you to Treece O'Neill. Dread, dread game. All right. So dread game insinuates that the woman has to have a have to make a decision about you. And if she loses, she dreads and she fears that she's going to lose you. She's got to make a decision. And so you're saying, hey, you got to act on me now or you're going to lose me. Women use this for men. Hey, you got to act on me or you're going to lose me. Men try to be nice and always available so the woman doesn't have any dread. Uh, she doesn't fear. She doesn't, you, you have one and She knows she can always have you. And this is how people try to, this is how people try, this is how men try to get women in, in this young age group that she's speaking to. She's not speaking to me. She's speaking to the men in her age group. And look at the comments. There's a guy that says, sorry, I was raised to be uh, nice and how to treat women right, and I will stay that way. You know, listen, I mean, if, if, if that works for you, that works for you. Inevitably, these men end up confused, disoriented, and they'll say, I don't want to do it that way because the bad guys do it that way. And inevitably, yes, the guys that are getting the most women and access to them, yes, they're doing that to women, but they're still getting the access in their prime. This is where the now, the next part of it that means something is the men that are not super nice are getting the women in the prime where they're mostly desired. Then after that, yes, the nice guy game works because you're getting a washed up, damaged, sometimes cuckoo, zooted out, six abortions. Yes, you're getting, you're getting leftovers at that point. So you can say, hey, I'll win in the end. After she had her cheeks waxed by Keandre now. <laughs> okay, so a lot of and and some women don't do this, I'm gonna tell you. But inevitably I will tell the women that says, this is not true. I prefer nice guys. Then I want to say, give me your age, tell me how many relationships you've been in, certainly tell me what your body count is, because I will wanna know that. And how many fuck boys have you met have you messed with? You probably have messed with, and at least or at worst, it with the guy that you're telling me, oh no, this isn't true. All right, so whip out your resume so we can go through uh, line by line, bullet point through bullet point so you, can cho- so you can show me that this is not true. I don't want to hear that it's not true. Yes, yeah, certainly at 32, this is not true. Certainly at 36 and a single mother, this is not true anymore. You've gone past that, but let's go back. Gen Z are young people. Gen Z are young people. We're not talking about when you're old. She's talking to a group of people that are between the ages of 16 and 26. 16 and 26. What old people do is irrelevant in this dating market. And I've been, sorry, I've been saying that for almost three years because, you know, some people were t- trying to say, you know, if we got people to marry, if we got people to marry, it would change things. And I said, No. Getting marrying Gen Xers and old Millennials is not going to change the marketplace. It's not going to change dating. It's not going to change marriage. So we're going to just start pairing up old-ass Generation X and old Gen uh, Millennials. I would say it would almost have zero impact on the marketplace because really where dating has the impact is 16 to 30. And that those are the majority of people that are single. Now, you got a whole bunch of train wrecks, Divorce once, divorce twice, single mother, uh, Debbie, daddies. You're going to pair them up. It's not going to make a difference on the marketplace. People are like, well, this guy believes in marriage. It don't matter. He's, he believes in marrying old people. <laughs> okay. Old people marrying ain't going to do shit. But it's probably going to do, what these people need to do is some sort of pop polygyny because it's a rap for them. I've been saying that for a long time. So, Marrying old people would do nothing today to the marketplace today. It wouldn't change anything because you still got to get young people to to bite down on the message. And it's Gen Z. Dating, and by the way, if you're older than 30 and dating, consider yourself a failure, certainly as a woman. You certainly have failed. You flopped. Okay, you're you're dating. Dating is not for 30-year-olds. It's not for 40-year-olds. You guys are, what the fuck are you doing? You ain't got this figured out yet. You still trying to figure it out, even as a divorcee. Come on, stop. Get some help. If you're dating as a 40-plus-year-old man, what are you doing? Unk, what are you doing? What are you doing with your time? Fucking dating in 40. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're going to go on a date. All right, Jesus. Now, if you're doing it for fun, we're doing it for fun, but certainly not to pair up. You don't need a date in 40. If I just wanted to entertain women, I'm just entertaining her. Uh, dating at 40 is useless. You're wasting your time. You're <laughs> your fucking time. That that This could all be solved in a five-minute walk in the park. And I'm not just saying that to be a cheapskate. I like, look, man, we ain't got no time for all this shit. Hey, man, let me meet. All right, what's going on here? What do you want? What do I want? Do we want the same thing? Okay, bye-bye. Mm. All right, we gonna get together and fuck later on? Okay, let's get together and fuck. All right, all we doing is go fuck. Like, that's what you're doing at 40-plus. Not going to no freaking date, rolling out the red carpet for this gremlin. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, good Lord, have mercy. It's, it's dumb. That's not going to fix the dating marketplace. Anyway, <laughs> you just get to the point. Are we fucking later? Okay, good. I'll meet you later. Are we not? Oh, you're you're a born-again virgin? Okay, next. <laughs> All right, let me stop. All right, I'm here to teach. Here we go right here. Uh, men, this is a woman that says, the type of men to avoid dating in 2024 here we go
9: types of guys I wouldn't date or date again 2024 edition 2024 which means it is time to put you guys on to what not to do these are all I would say red flags and things that you can look for in people and not types of guys that you should be dating it all leads to things that are much worse just trust me How strong with number one we already know this but I'm going to underline it because it's 2024 guys who follow too many girls on Instagram you know the ones not like all of their best friends you get it Instagram for you boys is for things like Sending your friend funny memes, you know? Maybe some recipes, a workout here and there, but it is not for following a bunch of girls on Instagram. Even if they're single, I'm sorry, red flag. Guys who are too loud, overcompensating, and they usually like a lot of attention. Guys who have anger problems or say that they've struggled with anger problems. Guys whose trucks are way too big, again, overcompensating. What are you trying to prove? Like, lower that thing, I can't even climb it. Guys who don't offer to pick you up, even if I decline, maybe it's a first date, second date, I don't want you to know where I live. Even if I decline, offer. It's the gentlemanly thing to do. And if they don't, buy who have really shitty apartments that they don't take care of at all and really nice cars, like a shitty-ass apartment and a Range Rover, at the end of the day, it's giving scam artists. Can't be trusted. The list could go on, so follow me and let me know if you want a part two. Mm.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
7: I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. (laughs) Cut that bitch off. Really? Next (laughs) caller.
0: Really? All right, just about everything as a man is off the limits for her. Guys, we're not dating up, but I'm sure you dated them in 2023. And guess what happened? I'm going to tell you what happened. (laughs) You got penetrated by them more certainly. And who's this in the background? Is that your mother? You still live at home, huh? Well, it is what it is. All right, and you still live at home and you got a fake faux, faux meat coat. And a whole bunch of Botox on. Okay, let's break this down. This is crazy. Types of guys I wouldn't date or date again. 20- date again. There it is. You heard it. Types of guys I wouldn't date again. Okay, it's giving, <laughs> it's definitely giving cock carousel.
9: 2024 edition 2024 which means it is time to put you
0: guys on to what not to do what not to do okay again remember these messages aren't for me these messages are for the men in our dating range but of course this woman is definitely primed up to get some sugar daddy money for sure. all right she primed
6: daddy. and she
0: definitely on the daddy program okay daddy i mean this would be an easy layup for me easy all right uh let's continue here and she do it too
9: these are all, I would say, red flags and things that you can look for in people and not types of guys that you should be dating. It all leads to things that are much worse. Just trust me.
0: Just trust me. Okay, what?
9: I'm strong with number one. We already know this, but I'm going to underline it because what? it's 2024. Guys who follow too many girls on Instagram.
0: Oh, of course, competition. Uh, <laughs> listen, I don't. I, I think following too many girls on Instagram is unhealthy for sure. Um, is it a red flag? It could be. It could be a sign that you might have some addiction to women, um, distracted, drifting. I get what she, but she's not saying that. She's saying this in the means of the competition here. Okay. You're, you're creepy. And by the way, women do investigate these things if you do exchange social media. I just want to let you know. So if you do, if she does find your social media, she will go through your, the list of people you're following one by one. And if she sees skeezers and whores, then she's going to have some sort of visceral reaction. So that's what she's saying. She's going to think that. Oh, you like those type of girls. Okay, I can never be those type of girls. Or you're a scuzzy, skeezy, whatever it is. All right, so that's what she's saying.
9: You know the ones, not like all of their best friends. You get it. Instagram for you boys is for things like sending your friend funny memes.
0: Now, this is dumb. All right, so for me, you're telling me what I'm supposed to use Instagram for? Well, Instagram for you, you should be doing stuff that won't make me feel insecure. (laughs) Send your Okay, uh, this is giving controlling. You should use Instagram for sending funny memes. Okay, you should use Instagram. Stop being addicted to social media, okay? Stop putting your face out there to shop yourself and sell yourself for hypergamous reasons. You're going to tell me what to use my social media for.
9: You know, maybe some recipes a work out here
0: and there. But it- Recipes and working out. That's what I should use my social Jesus Christ. It is not for following a bunch of girls on Instagram. Oh, thank you, mommy. Thank you, mommy. Man, if it wasn't for you, I don't even know how I would get through life. And it's not supposed to be following girls. But yet you got a list full of followers. Hold on for a second. Matter of fact, let me investigate something. (laughs) This woman has 950,000 followers on social media. And she's sitting up here, probably mostly men. Let me see something. Probably mostly men. And she's sitting up here talking about what men shouldn't do. Hold on for a second. All right, I do see that most of the people who are commenting on her page are women. I'm just assuming. 950,000 followers. Let me see her most promiscuous looking picture. She does have, she's a fashionista. So most of her pictures are fashion oriented. So men definitely aren't going to comment on this shit. Her, Her page definitely is catered to women. I will say that. All right, so I will give her that. As you can see, most of her comments are men, um, are women. So you see, this is mostly what she's posting, this type of stuff. All right, so she is not posting many thirst traps. I mean, this would be considered one. Oh, okay, that was that's a video. But yes, her her audience is overwhelmingly women that are commenting. And that's because men aren't really that hip into fashion. Uh, This is the woman centered here. Press, she definitely has breast implants.
3: She's definitely on that chicken cutlet. Going back, thank my, uh Let's go
0: back to mommy. Mommy, what else can I do? Mommy, what can I? Do? What else can I do, mommy?
9: Even if they're single, I'm sorry. Red flag. Guys who are too loud, overcompensating, and they usually like a lot of attention. Guys who have anger problems or say that they've struggled with anger problems. Guys whose trucks are way too big.
0: Guys whose trucks are way too big. <laughs> Light skinned weird face. Shout out to LBL, uh, ABL. Uh, yeah, she's a socialite. She's a socialite for sure, which means she's a social climber and a social butterfly, and probably partway an escort. But you didn't hear that from me. That's allegedly.
9: Again, overcompensating.
0: What- a big truck is overcompensating.
9: What are you trying to prove? Like,
0: What What are you trying to I, I want a big truck.
9: <laughs> Lower that thing. I can't even climb it. Guys who don't offer to pick you up, even if I decline, maybe it's the first date, second date, I don't want you to know where I live. Even if I decline, offer.
0: It- <laughs> Man, I can't stand people like this. I can't stand people like this. All right, offer, I'm going to decline because I don't know what you to know where I live. By the way, I always do these things as well. But to be able to hear this type of thing from her, I want to be able to decline. I want to be able to reject you. I want to be able to shoot you down. I want to be able to tell you how bad you are. Okay, mommy. Anything else, mommy? <laughs> these are the type of people that are going to be single forever. Sex in the city ass woman. She's going to be single forever. She's never going to find a partner. Now, when she that doesn't mean she's not going to get linked up and have a relationship. But whoever she gets is going to be a henpeck, salami tucked into his draws, pee-sitting-down-ass ninja, or a sugar daddy. That's what it's going to be. She ain't going to get much. She's going to be single forever, this one.
9: It's the gentlemanly thing to do. And if they don't, buy you have really shitty apartments that they don't take care of at all and really nice cars, like a shitty-ass apartment and a Range Rover.
0: I mean, who's left at this point? <laughs> a shitty-ass apartment and a Range Rover. Of course, what constitutes a shitty apartment? Maybe if it's unclean, yes. But what if it's a small apartment with less furniture? Hey, I'm not here often. I'm at work. I'm in my Range Rover. I don't put much furniture in my house. Um, what do you got this shitty-ass unorganized? What is a shitty apartment? And what does that have to do with my Range Rover?
9: At the end of the day, it's giving scam artists.
0: Scam if artists? list could
9: go on. So follow me and
0: let me know if you want a part two. Oh, I want a part two, mommy. This is, I mean, that woman's going to be single forever. Women in dating, uh, she's going to have a tough time, and she's a pricey piece of tail. She's pricey. And, you know, um, she probably ain't telling you a whole bunch. There's some stuff she's not telling you. Um, and, uh, I will probably say the, the spectrum is real. That's what she's not showing you. She definitely on the spectrum. Uh, and if she lives in New York city, I think she lives in New York city. Uh, the New York city socialites definitely are on the spectrum. Um, if you've seen the movie sex, I mean the TV show sex in the city, she's definitely like one of these, uh, sex in the city girls. She's not telling you there's something she ain't telling y'all about how she earns money and you ain't heard it from me. All right, women in dating, this woman says, women are keeping me single and then have the nerve to shame me for it. All right, women are keeping me single and shaming me for it. Let's let her riff.
6: Imagine being a woman and you keep asking me why I'm single and I'm gonna end up telling you, it's because of you. Women are the reason why I'm single, not men. A man can't run nothing but a red light until I allow him, okay? But women are the reason why I'm single. You give your power away every day. Don't know how to get it back. Won't listen to anybody who's trying to teach you. You won't listen to your elders. You won't listen to other men. You won't listen to other women. Y'all the reason. I talk to men a lot. I'm always asking questions and trying to understand what's going on. And what you don't understand, men do. They are swimming in women because you don't understand your value, who you are and what you're walking around as who you were created to be. A lot of y'all listen to this rap music and follow the, in- the internet and you put a price tag on your value. But let me tell you something, money ain't nothing to a man who got it and neither are you. He'll rotate you like some tires. Okay. It ain't nothing to him. The ones who already made it, shh, please other women be too caught up in how they feel that they don't look at logic my friends know that when you call me we can get the butterflies out the way you had a good time but I pull them right back into logic okay I'm glad you had a good date but let's think about what your life will look like with this man in three to five years if he got multiple kids he paying child support you never see him with the children he has a roommate just cause he fine let's think about what your life gonna look like cause you really signing up for a project Okay, and even if you're not if you're not doing that foolishness if you don't hold imagine being
0: a- all right and so there it is right there um this woman is uh said she's saying a lot it says hashtag dating after divorce hashtag divine femininity and this type of thing you're seeing more women come up come to this side or at least be more vocal or i'm being exposed to more of these women i think the economics is dictating this and women dating economically the ec- economics always dictates marriage and relationships so women are now more in a desperate need to fill some voids financially and they think they can just aim towards successful wealthy men but she's saying strategy wise that's not good because you're going to be in a rotation and you certainly are if he has no his eyes aren't set on being married he's going to just rotate you and inevitably these women know this they don't know how to treat men like this And they sometimes just settle for the position that they're in or they'll ignore it. The fact that they, okay, I know, listen, (laughs) you're giving me access to some sort of lifestyle and resources, not everything, but I'll just play my position. And you'll, you'll find that they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. So she's saying other women are keeping women single, not men, not men. And it's mainly because of their standards or stuff like that. I think that's an interesting take there. Uh, She's the little brown charm school, and um, she seems to be approaching it from the feminine position there. I think she's saying dating after divorce. I don't know if she's divorced, but she's certainly uh, talking about it. Yeah, she's talking about modern femininity and stuff like this. Okay, Um, yeah, there's a lane for stuff like this. There's a lane for this. Women are keeping other women single. Next one. Take Check out this take. This is a movie that I suggested a lot of men watch. And the movie is Acrimony by uh, Taraji. Well, it's a Tyler Perry movie. One, the, I guess I have seen the Tyler Perry movie. This is the only one I've seen. Um, And it's uh, the the story about Taraji Pinhentz's character losing out on a man who became successful after she divorced him. In the movie, the guy is not portrayed as a perfect guy. Like the guy is... Divorces, and you can kind of see the reason why she would divorce him. But unfortunately, she divorced him because her family members got impatient with the guy and said, he ain't never going to be shit. In the movie, fairly enough, if you watch the movie, the front end of the the movie, the guy was flawed. He had flaws, but let me go to his flaws. Um, He cheated on her. He was caught cheating on her, not once, but I think multiple times. Um, People said in this scene he was inconsiderate, unfaithful, And all of these things. So he wasn't perfect. So there would be a reason why she would be upset with him. However, she gave up on the guy. And then eventually he hit uh, basically his stride by his 40s. Unfortunately, she had already divorced him. And uh, she had definitely used some resources to support him. And she was the prime earner. But she gave up too early. And eventually he ended up getting married to a younger, finer model and earning millions and millions of dollars. As a result, this woman went cuckoo and she tried to do everything she can including deleting both of them as payback even though the man paid back money in greater amount than she actually gave up. So she gave up the time and money but he paid the money back. And then he married someone and he had a yacht and all that shit. So anyway, she went crazy. But this woman says this right here. This is a woman. Oh no, wait, is this a man? Give him an L. Mm -hmm. This is a man. I just watched acrimony again. Robert was toxic, manipulative, devious, scheming, insidious, inconsiderate, egotistical, and unfaithful. He's the reason the poor lady hit a mental breakdown. That stupid check he offered wasn't going to reverse the mental damage he co-caused for 18 years. He owes the world an apology. Yeah. And so... Here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh I actually heard from a guy, I think he was on locals, saying that he watched the movie and he was like, Coach, is this the movie you wanted me to watch? He had the basically the same critique. He was like, This guy's an asshole. He's inconsiderate. He's a lame or he he's a dusty. But then later on he said, Oh, I see what happened. I I need to switch it because the way the woman reacted after he gave her a $10 million check as a means to say, hey, I'm going to pay you back, baby. I hit it. Here's a check. Move on with your life. That set her off. Now, the guy is now excusing all of the poor behaviors of this woman who came after him all the way until, well, I don't want to spoil the movie, but really acted very poorly as a result of that. Now, blaming Jermaine for being successful. It is all
2: Jermaine's fault. It's always. (laughs)
0: All right, and allowing allowing all of the poor decisions that that woman proceeded to have after causing mental damage, allowing the acrimony to exist. now, I had to go to the comment section to see who's supporting this uh feminine male for this approach, and he's probably a pooter intruder as well. He's probably a pooter intruder, all right, and it says right here he literally worked on his craft after his slip up. the f is you talking about, so again. Um, this woman says she lost me after he bought the house back and gave her the check and she still wanted blood. If Exactly. So at, at least this these people aren't co-signing it. Um, And this woman says him giving her the check at the end is like a ninja robbing you and giving you your ish back years later. He made her whole financially, but the resentment from the initial hurt and years wasted were still there. She shouldn't have crashed out, but... Her feelings were valid. Yeah, your feelings are valid, but does that mean you have to come after the guy? This woman says her anger was justifiable. Honestly, years of trauma can drive you crazy, but I would have taken that $10 million check and kept manipulating him for more dollars while living my life. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. It says right here, I watched this yesterday. Here's women. I side with the woman. She deserved to experience her marriage not being rotted in struggle and pain and resentment. Well, here's the problem. Uh, This woman says accountability. Yes, he was all of those things. But we also have to hold ourselves accountable for the parts we play in our own demise. I'm just saying. Now, the, the beautiful thing about this movie is that it did not have a true villain. It showed that both people were in the early years of their struggle. Both were imperfect. Both were trying to struggle to make it. And indeed for men, men struggle the first few decades of their relationships. They never really hit their stride until their mid-40s if you're in a relationship. If you're not in a relationship, you can hit that stride much earlier if you don't ruin your life the first decade, like the the years in your 20s. But in a true relationship and marriage, yeah, you're going to struggle. Financially, you're not going to be put together. You're not going to grow into the man you need to be. Yes, you're going to be unstable and imperfect. So the movie did demonstrate that. But now they're saying accountability doesn't exist for the woman. She can go on a tirade because both of them struggle. This is sad, man. This is sad. Mm.
3: And I'm saying this. Most women give up on their man too early. Most men give up on their guys. Listen to this. I want the ladies to listen to this. Because
0: women are in the lifestyle right now to build. Most of you are blocking your blessing with the man you're with. You have no idea of how you're sabotaging him. You're dream killers. You're not patient. And because you're in your prime, you think you deserve a certain life, but you're not looking forward into your 40s, 50s, and 60s, where you're most likely going to get the gift. Everything's going to start adding up. And then that, those are the years where that guy's going to start winning. That's the years where guys win. I'm sorry. It's not in the 20s and 30s. Guys start winning in their 40s and 50s. Then the true gift is in the 60s. But women are blocking the blessings, requiring all these things and placing so much stress and talking a man out of his gift and his blessing. And then what happens is the divorce happens, and then he goes on and wins, and then she's over here struggling. Then she struggles from her 30, 40s, 50s, and 60s, and then she has this pissed off. Oh, he made it, but he wouldn't have made it if it weren't from my, our, the years that I struggled with him. But I want you to think of this pragmatically. Yes, he made it in the year and the time frame that he was supposed to make it. 40s, 50s, he did make it. But don't you just think, he probably made it in spite of you, not because of you. You struggled in the 20s and 30s, but did you notice that he started doing well in life financially in your absence? It's not because of the years you put in in your 20s and 30s. It's because you removed yourself voluntarily from his life. You discarded him. You gave up on him in your 30s, and the nigga could start making his money in his 40s and 50s. That's what happened. The dream killer was gone. The parasite was gone. The person who didn't believe was gone. The person who lost belief in faith was gone. The person that was the biggest financial problem for him was gone. And now the ninja shot up like a skyrocket. He skyrocketed right to where he was supposed to be
3: in your absence. See, now the crazy is gone. The X factor is gone. The inconsistency is
0: gone. But guess what's here? Still the piss and vinegar. Still the hate. The vindictiveness. And now you keep clawing after the ninja to get every little penny you think you can deserve. But the reality is, anything you get from that man will be inconsequential. He'll write the check and pass your ass on and you will have no more access for this ninja. And you still will be a broke, dusty, dirty-ass bitch in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. The dead weight is gone and the nigga got to where he was supposed to be. That's what happened. And that's exactly what that happened in this movie. He became successful because she was gone. Mm. And he would have got there if you would have been supportive and patient and not listening to your dusty ass family members talk you out of your future
3: inheritance. That's what happened. You talked yourself out of your future. And now you just a bitter bitch
0: at the end of the day. Hold that L. <laughs> Hold the L. Take that L up the rear end the duke shoe and live your miserable life out for the rest of your life. That's what happened. And most women don't want to go through the struggle no more. They want to just arrive at the rich nigga. Well, let me just tell you. You arrive at the rich guy, you just another woman that he
3: can pay off to dismiss at the end of the day. <laughs> Most
0: men that are in marriages today are weak and they are not where they're supposed to be because they got a dream killing parasite in their life right now.
3: <laughs> and this is not a personal issue. I'm talking about the movie. I'm talking about this movie character. I'm talking about nobody specific. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? Am I not lying? That's exactly what happened in the movie.
0: But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right. Thank God. <laughs> huh. Anyway, let's get back to the rest of the show. I think that's it for this subject matter. Yes, it is. All right. Let me get to the super chats. Hit the like button. The Jezebel spirit is real. They talk themselves out of their bless- blessings. They talk themselves out of their blessings. You can be mad if you want. All right. But most women don't have to stick to it. This They jump off right when it's too late. Uh, there's a great meme about this right here. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can pull it up. This is just how men work. This is just how men work. I'm sorry, man. Men. Men, and men, even men reject this type of message here because you guys want it now. Unfortunately, that's not how men work.
3: This is a great meme right here, right? So this, look at this meme. Now, there's a sense of, hey, doing the same thing over and over
0: again. is a, you know, it's a definition of insanity. But most men think, you know what? I'm going to give up. You're almost there. I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, the sweet, sweet. Parts of most men's success is later in life. It could be earlier, but most of us are distracted by women so early in our lives that women play such a great role that we do the opposite of logic. We actually chase the woman, and then we then go for the gold. But it's, you guys are doing it the wrong way. Trust me. I've done it that way. It does, it's just not working out for—it doesn't work out for most men. You got to go get yours first. Sometimes in the past, the woman was in your life and supportive, and you never had to worry about it again. So there's that to be said. You had a supportive woman from the beginning, but that was because she was limited in options. Today's woman is not limited in options. She can get the education she wants, the job she wants. She can move where she wants. So she has a sense of, hmm, I can do better. I don't have to wait for him. So now they just wait at the finish line when you get the diamonds, and that's not working out for them. But, guys, you guys got to keep it moving. You, were, you guys are almost there, and then you give up. And, oh, by the way, a lot of women in marriages, just imagine the guy at the bottom. He has a wife that is really browbeating him and telling him he ain't shit. And then right when she says, you need to stop doing that, Henry, the nigga was about to go out there and hit the diamonds, and he lost. Mm. Okay. He was about to hit. <laughs> Let me see here. Why do I, am I saying the N-word today? <laughs> N-word jar, please.
3: Let me see here. See if I can find this other meme. Uh, I don't know if I'll find it. Uh, let's see here. Speed through this part. Speed through this part. Uh, I can't find it. There's a great meme that has uh <laughs> Oh, let me see if I can put it right here. Let me see if I can put this right
0: here. Chasing money. I meant to put, oh, here it is. This is it. This is the, this the meme. I need to save this meme. I like this meme right here. Uh, but here it is, guys. Uh, sad, sad, as it, sad as it is, this meme is true. No more N-words today. No more N-words. Uh this is this meme is true. So here's life. This could also be women as well. So in life at the beginning of life here, you got all this life in front of you and you chase money. You chase money, you chase women, you chase the lifestyle, you chase chase chase. And then at some particular point as you age and your hairline recedes, you start getting money, right? But you don't realize how time is going along and you still got a little bit more life. Now by the end, you catch all the money, but guess what happens? Life is over. <laughs> Same thing with women, all right? Same thing. It's just life, guys. Um, Just be happy you're here to do these things. Yeah, by the time you get it all figured out, you ain't got much life left. (laughs) You got about a couple of years to enjoy it. So, yes, you'll enjoy it. You get a yacht and a boat and a couple Flatback Supremes, all right? And you'll do good, and you get your little meat fixed and all that. All right, but, yeah, uh, I love this meme. This is definitely kind of how life works. It certainly works that way. Um, for most women in relationships. All right. Yeah, I'm not talking about all. Yeah, I'm talking about all men. I'm not just saying the black men, the N-word. Yeah, I'm talking about all men. Uh, But that's life. It's life. It is what it is. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you're here. Don't take life for granted. Shout out to, let's see here. What was I doing? I was doing super chats. We're almost to the main event. Oh, we got some brothers here chiming in. Carter says, this is a fact. He says, "On the third, I was headed to work. I was on their toll. Ro- I was on their toll road. Then got off to avoid a higher bill. One minute after getting off, I crashed and totaled my Jeep. I just paid it off last month. Mm. The worst part is after I paid it off, I switched to liability. After seven years of full coverage, all to save some money. Lost my car. Cost my cost me." Way more than the toll or the full coverage would have. I want you to listen to that. Listen to that. Okay. Cause sometimes y'all save money and you actually it actually cost you money. We were talking about the toll roll. He said he was on the toll roll. He wanted to get off the toll roll to save the 15 bucks. Then he crashed his car because there's congestion and traffic and worse drivers. Total the car. Didn't get the coverage because he wanted to save the money. Um, do one, uh, one person used to tell me, he said, always pay full coverage for your insurance. Now, this is at a time I was struggling financially, and I was like, I would never. Now, the funny thing is, if you have full coverage, yes, insurance is scammy for sure. But when you need insurance, you be glad you paid for it. <laughs> you be glad you paid for it. When you don't have insurance or you have uh, minimal insurance, you will find out that that saving of money really cost you. So in this instance, the parable, the, the, the moral of the story is he saved 15 bucks, but the shit cost him way more than that. Mm. Wow. If you got a nice car, pay full coverage for sure, man. I mean, because, dude, you, if you get in something and the likelihood of you getting in something is pretty high, You're going to wish you had the full coverage, man. I'll tell you, man. Thanks for sharing that story, man. And it's sad to hear. Thanks for sharing that. That's very painful. John Doe says, I used to be the nice guy, but I learned the hard way that nice guys finish last. Gentlemen, chivalry is dead and feminism killed it for sure. Yep. And it's nice to be uh, chivalrous when it really, by the time you're able to do it effectively, it don't matter as
3: much because it works too much. Uh, what do we got? Chadwick is in the building. He says men used to use the
0: Justin Waller approach. He says you can still be polite and cordial and still be a patriarch, meaning you can have a harem of women who serve you and only you. Shout out to the coach gang. Moral of the story, don't be the nice guy. Be a nice patriarch. Women were created to be owned, and their DNA ultimately drives them to that thesis. I agree, and I've never seen a Justin Waller video. I, I am aware of who he is. But people have to realize I don't watch these people. Uh, I don't watch the space as much as people would believe I do. Um, But I do know who he is. I'm aware of who he is. And um, uh, shout out to him. I know he's more on the Andrew Tate fresh and fit crowd. And uh, he's saying be polite and cordial and a patriarch. I agree. Um, I've I've done a breakdown on the five archetypes of men. And I believe that the gentleman approach is where it is. Now, people think the gentleman is the nice guy, but if you've never watched my breakdown of the five archetypes of males, five male archetypes, the gentleman is perceived to be weaker, but he actually is not. There's layers to it, and there's a lot of spectrum, a lot of mixture, but especially older gentlemen, like 35 and up, man, you crush it because you can exude masculinity. And that, especially women of ages 25 and up, they eat that shit up. Now, will they, again, you got to watch my video on the five archetypes. Because it doesn't mean that those women will only go to those men. Those women will eat it up, but they also will have Pookie. They also will try to finesse. They also could be on the spectrum. They also could be OnlyFans girls. So you got to watch the breakdown of it. But it's something that men achieve and grow into and they can do be very successful. I say most of the time you're in a more successful lane. It's actually a lane you grow into as opposed to acting. The other lanes are acting. Pimp is an actor. Player is an actor. Running game is an actor. Those guys act and they pop fizz and they they fizzle out. And most men are trying to act. Alpha is an act. So you got to get to the point where you're not acting anymore and you're exuding masculinity. And it gets into a you get into a need. You get into a less need position, meaning that you need women less because you exude so much masculinity. So then you can go monk. Then you can be stoic. It's really crazy. I, I don't know if I, I, I can. I need to. There's more to this than I can add to now. But he's saying this is what's happening. This is kind of like um, what I call indifference. Indifference. What he's saying, this uh, the guy Justin is, is talking about. You're indifferent. Why? You're, you don't have scarcity. You're actually more consumed in what you're doing. When you see a woman, you're no longer angry at them. They can feel that. You're indifferent towards them. And then you're not desperate or thirsty. They move it. They Guys, at that point, what did you say right here? Harem. That's where the harem comes in, or that's where the choice of having one comes in. You can choose to be by yourself, right? You can choose to be like, I really don't need all that. You can choose to compartmentalize it. Okay, I'll have it for these days a week. You're no longer desperate. You're no longer confused. You're no longer, it's mostly experience, But you guys got to watch the video. In fact, um, I think it's on the Coach Greg Adams channel, a clip, the five male archetypes. I think what he's describing is that. The five male archetypes. But masculinity is of the utmost importance. It is always going to be a need for it, which is weird because when they attack it, they're attacking your source of strength and weakening you. Oh, you're toxically masculine. No, masculine will always, there will always be a need for masculinity. Some of these other strategies to me are acting, okay? And I'll hear it and I'll be like, this is just an act. You don't want to act out here. Okay, acting, everybody will know who the actors are. But masculinity is never an act. It is something that you will exude. Uh, Being an alpha is an act most of the time. People are like, it's a mindset. It's an act. Player, being a player is an act, all right? Because they'll be very strategic, don't, don't do this if you do this she'll do you're just acting and then you're you're putting way too much thought into what she's gonna get from it and what you're gonna get <laughs> uh being a pimp is an act it's a complete act it is not a natural state to be in so all of that kind of pimping and macking is all acting and people can tell the actors that can see it and um, what you'll find is they'll test your gangster. You ever heard that phrase in the street, test your gangster"? What you will find is when you're acting like that, it is men who will test you. And it ain't going to take long for somebody to get exposed. When you, exude, when, you go, when you go masculine, when you exude masculinity through experience, what will happen is people won't test you. They, they, will, they become, will leave you alone and be like, all right. But if you're a Mac, people always come after you, and mostly men. When you're a player, you will get the most hate from other men, and they will test your gangster. If you went alpha, you will get tested out here. You will get tested, not by women, but by men. By men. So you're basically creating an unhealthy scenario for yourself. If you're out here fake alpha because once you walk outside, you can alpha mindset your way to getting your ass whooped in 10 seconds. <laughs> right. It ain't going to be women who test your alpha. It's going to be men. And women will test you as well because, you know, predatory women will test alpha ninjas and go right for, you know, whatever you think your pride is. But but walk outside with that alpha shit. And you ain't really alpha. And you're like, I'm alpha in my mind. All right. Get around some real ninjas. I mean, there's really only one alpha. It's an apex position. It's a top position. It is not a position for everyone. Okay. Okay, if I gathered alphas in one room, okay, give me all the alphas. All right, bring all the alphas together, and and you can have your little suit on, and you can have your cigar in your hand, and you can have your little whiskey on the rocks. All right, everybody get together and start blowing cigars. I can blow up that room in 10 seconds. (laughs) In 10 seconds, I can have all the alphas fighting each other. All I need to do, all I would do is, and I could set a trap. I could have a wind-up woman, and I could push her in that room with a pencil skirt and a blouse. And guess what? Y'all ninjas will be at each other's throats in, in minutes till seconds. And guess what will happen? We will know who the alpha is. <laughs> ninjas will be whipping each other's ass, cock-blocking, dirty-macking. Ninjas will be, uh, there's, actually, um, there's actually a great video on this. All right, dirty-macking. All right, all
3: the wolfing and the wolf tickets will stop one woman. Or this is what I can say. This is what I'll say.
0: Yep, backstabbing your, all your homeboys you thought you was cool with blowing cigars with, all of a sudden will be your enemy. Watch this. I can get in a room full of alphas like this, and I can stand in the corner, all y'all ninjas with your elbows out. I can stand in the corner like this and say, can't nobody whoop my ass in this room.
3: I bet you nobody can whoop my ass in that room. Not one person can whoop my ass in here. Guess what?
0: Let's get ready to rumble. Did you? We gonna find out who the alpha is. It'll be the Royal Rumble in that motherfucker. It'll be the Royal Rumble in seconds. <laughs> I dare somebody to whoop my ass in here. <laughs> we gonna find out who the alpha is right now. <laughs> it's gone, right? we going to find out. Ninja's going to get pushed into the corner real quick. Ninja's going to shut up. Ninja, when it's on and popping and the fisticuffs start flying and fists start flying and elbows, <laughs> there will be one remaining. All of a sudden, there will be one. <laughs> there can only be one. So there's not a room full of alphas. There's never a room full of alphas. There's one. There's the big dog. There's a great video on this as well. Um, And I probably could never find it because I've seen it years ago. And what they did was they they put in a group of men in one room. And then I think they even put in, did they put in a woman? I I think they, I don't know if they put in a woman, but I think they eventually did put in a few women in the room. But it was a social experiment. Look at all the people leaving, all the fake alphas leaving now. Okay, look. (laughs) All right. um, but what happens is they, they they put a few men in the room at a time. A few men in the room at a time. And then what they would notice is who was the dominant guy in the room at certain points of the, the, the time. And so they would put in a couple guys and then there'll be a dominant guy. He'll establish dominance. He'll be the center of attention. People will listen to him. Then certain guys will fall back. They'll get quiet. They'll get sigma. They'll get insecure. They'll get you know, they'll fall back for whatever reason. Then there'll be a guy that take all the room out of the air. And then what will happen is they'll put a few more guys in, and the guy that was the dominant characteristic, the loudmouth, the one up in front, the one selling them overall tickets, a new guy, dominant guy, will come in, and he'll be bigger, taller, stronger, he'll be whatever. He'll be dressed better. Whatever it is, that guy will fall back. They notice if he would fall back or confront. Would he get in their space, or would he fall back? So the previous alpha would fall back. And then another guy would dominate the room. It was, it's so interesting to see. And so they were like, oh, look at this guy. He was previously the big guy on campus. But then as the pond got bigger and more fish stocked the pond, guess what happened? He fell back. He fell back. Then they kind of, I think they inserted some women in the video. And then all of a sudden the whole dynamic changed. It was interesting to see it. Oh, the 75th anniversary basketball team where Gary Payton, was it Gary Payton? or One of these basketball players were talking about it and they said everything was cool till Michael Jordan walked in the room. When Michael Jordan walked in the room, they said, everybody stop. Magic, Dr. J, LeBron. It was like, everybody was cool and everybody was, and then Michael Jordan walked in. They was like, it was a wrap. Everybody bowed down. They stopped. They gave, even with LeBron in the room, even with LeBron, when Mike, when MJ walked in, <laughs> they was like, we ain't got nothing for him. He became the alpha. He became the top dog. So alpha's not no ball head and beard and cigars. It's recognizing who's the guy. And they started bowing. Even Maggie Johnson started assuming positions. You know what I mean? He started... <laughs> It was like, okay, all right, you the guy that you the man, you the man. Big dog is always the big dog. There's there's only one, and there's these are the greatest basketball players in 75 years. And MJ walked in, and it was like, big dog is here, <laughs> right? Big dog is here. That's the that's what we are talking about. There's only one. There's only one. And if I walked in, I would have said, acknowledge me. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas in the corner, hating, figuring out how to take his knees out. All right, shout out to Cali West, My, Cali West Miami. Having hoes, a.k.a. competition anxiety, is a YouTube term. It is in, indeed. A lot of these things are YouTube terms. Abel returns to Eden, do not get married or have children. God first, then health, then wealth. The lack of stress alone will guarantee 100 years on earth, and that's a fact. All right, the contractor says women will, women when they leave you, or you leave them, they want you to fail to say. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Wait a minute. Women, when they leave you or you leave them, they want you to fail to say, you see, I was right. Oh, they want to see you fail so they can say, you see, I was right. All right, sorry about that. It's a little choppy. Greg says two times plus the income after divorce. No idea how much unpaid labor goes into calming a wife down over normal everyday shit every other day. Reverend X for the baby mama terrorist. I gotta, I'm i falling behind, but yes. And I'm going to play a clip that's going to talk about exactly what you just talked about. John Doe, I saw your video on the five male archetypes of men, and it's definitely I'm definitely the gentleman. I think that's why I hit my stride with women in my 30s. And what happens is, I know a lot of guys were like, I thought this wasn't about getting women. It's not, but you will find that, guys. Women in our, exist in our sphere, in our space. What will happen is the indifference that you have when you get to a certain space that the free agent lifestyle um, supports. Eventually, that part is somewhat easier than it was when you were not. You don't have to think about it. All you, what you have to think about is protecting yourself. Lurker says, would you trade $2 million for five-year lifespan? There's an interesting meme on that. There's an interesting meme, meme on that. Um, uh, well, I think people are going through great lengths to try to stay here longer, that's for sure. Brother says, "Dave, David Anderson says, she acted a complete ass right when I got the bag. Yes, right when I got the bag. That, that's kind of what happens, guys. Women inevitably and definitely want to see you fail when you're without them. And sometimes they'll go through great lengths to see you fail. Eric S. says, Before enlightenment, chop wood and carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood and carry water. At all times, gentlemen, the grind never stops. The grind never stops. You got to keep it going. I mean, some some people don't want to work anymore and all that stuff. I don't think that exists. Let me do one more, and then we're going to get up to the show here. Okay, this is the next segment is, is uh white men never want to retire? Okay, here we go right here. Then it says space, we can recover time never. Space, we can recover time never. I will, I will almost always find ways to save time. Money, yeah, saving money is great, but I will find that the greatest asset, the greatest thing I can do is save time, for sure. And and I'm gonna give you an example. There's some people who are what I would call frugal. Most of the time they're cheap and they, they watch every penny and shout out to them, this is a good strategy. But I often found it funny that listening to them, they would say, oh, you know, I wake up on Sunday morning, I clip coupons, then I drive to this store and I get the fruit and the produce. I drive to this store and I get all the box dry snacks. I drive to this store and then I get all of the, uh, the poultry, the dairy, the meat, Pause and so forth and so on. And then I go over here because they double coupon. Now, at that point, I'm out of it. Mm. At that point, I don't see the purpose now. Then they drive 10 miles over here to get Costco gas where they wait in line for 40 minutes. And then they got to pull the gas gauge over here because the line over here was shorter. I'd be like, bruh. Like, now that's too much. <laughs> now to spit my hole day trying to save what now if the amounts, the amount of savings is significant when you add it up over time but i'm like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when i hear stuff like that i'm like man that's way too much time wasted bro that's way too much i'm not going to three grocery stores on a day getting in the parking lot parking driving behind slow ass people waiting for people to pull out getting in there, getting my cart. Oh, fuck all that. I'm going to pay somebody. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Cl- nope, not me, man. All right, that's too much damn attention, man. I got something else to do. I will find something else. So, yeah, you can't save yourself rich. All right, but what they'll do is be on a fixed income, and I can see doing that when I'm older, like 70. I'm on a fixed income, or I'm trying to be somewhere to be cheapskate, but not at the hell now. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Save $4. i will save
3: $42. No, you didn't. You spent a lot of time, man. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Right here.
0: It works if the stores are in the same area, but inevitably they aren't. I mean, what? unless you live in a small town, these stores are all over the place. you going over here waiting at stoplights, burning gas. That only works if you live in a very compact area where there's literally only four stores and three other options. All right. I'll pass on that. I'm passing. You put that in the gas tank for sure. All right, uh, let's get back to it. Why men never want to retire. This is a relationship uh thing here. This is a married man and it is a meme. I'm not a meme, a skit, but he is trying to identify something in the vo-
3: let me know if the volume's low on this one. So here it is right here. The man coming in. This is why men don't retire. I got it. Oh, uh, the volume is low. Yeah. 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 All right, I get it. Yeah. take grass today? Yeah, yeah. I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I get
2: it, buddy. Buddy.
0: All right, I get it. All right. So what you're seeing here 30 seconds into a two-minute video, I, I only saw a few seconds of it. Uh so what you're seeing is you're you're the utility. So you quit your job or you retired. Now you're at home all day and honeydew list. This is what happens to men in marriages. They certainly don't dominate. And it uh, looks like he's just doing a lot of work, all right? Certainly, if you're at home, you will not get rest unless you are in the dominant position. Rest at all. So here we go. Anything that goes wrong, and of course, to save a buck, you're going to do it yourself. And uh, you probably paid off your house and got a little money socked away. And you definitely don't want to piss it away hiring plumbers and doing these things. So when these things pop up, uh, your wife is going to call you to action. And now you're the honey-do list guy, okay? And, um, and, of course, he's henpecked, and he's, he's oh, okay, honey, yes, dear. Uh, happy wife, happy life right here. right here. And, of course, you didn't want to die alone, but this is your existence. You don't want to die alone, but for the next, probably you're going to die pretty quickly. You're going to die pretty quickly doing this. You thought you wasn't going to go to work no more. And, uh, yeah, and she's spending your money left and right. She's calling them buddy. All right. Yeah. That buddy, honey, babe, nothing. I mean, how much time? How, how much time are they fucking? Zero. All right. And there you go. You don't want to die alone and you want to fall in love and fall in love with your partner to the bitter end. I guarantee you they don't even touch each other. I almost can guarantee they don't even sleep in the same room. They probably don't even sleep in the same room. All right. Buddy,
3: what do you need me to do here?
2: They said my prescription is ready.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> her, why was why did she tell him his uh her prescription is ready that's your prescription go pick it up keep going hey, i'm gonna go back to work man <laughs> all the people man told him i'm coming back to work man I work man I work harder here, man, than I did when I was at work, man. You working the hell out of me. You working me 15 to 16 hours a day. I don't get no weekends, I don't get no sick days. And then you're gonna write me up, man. Last week you wrote me up, man. <laughs> you uh, wrote me up. Because you say- That wasn't a
4: write-up. That was verbal. Oh whatever, that's the same thing,
0: man. A <laughs> verbal write-up. I'm
4: sick of this, man. I'm
3: going back to work, man. At least they pay me. You don't even pay me. And what's so crazy about this? I've been working at this job for 40 years. Damn. I should have known then and I ain't, I ain't advanced. I ain't no advancement here, man. I ain't getting no advancement. (laughs) Are you laughing. I'm going back to work where they're going to pay me, man. You don't work the hell out of me. I'm out of here. I told the people I'm coming back to, uh, I'm going to second shift. Second shift. I'm a little early. But goddamn, at least I'm going to get, at least I'm going to get some holidays pay. I'm going to get some off, I'm going to get some overtime. Yeah.
0: And he's gonna get some punani out there. He'll have some money to go get him a nice piece of junior college calico. I got money. He said, "You wrote me up out there. You wrote me up." And yes, man, I'm telling you, man, you want to see old old people? Old couples are miserable together. All right, they frustrated. They can't tell the man can't tell her off. She telling him what to do. She turned into his mama. You do this, do that, do that, do that. I've seen it, man. Brother said, "I'm going to work. At least I go get paid." Poor guy, he can't even put hands on hips. She always sitting up under him. Where are you going? Where are you going? Guys, that, is the, that are the things that you guys are telling you to talk. They're talking you out of living a good life. Even if you live the shorter life than this ninja, it's going to be a better life, <laughs> right? Or oh, you're going to die earlier. Okay, all <laughs> right. I'm going to have fun in that time frame as opposed to be this ninja right here. That's the long-term marriage right there. That's the love. Of course, if you have grandkids, you would hope they come around and help grandpa, help Papa with this. Grandkids today ain't gonna do it. Okay, what are we doing here? Why polyamory exists? Not polyamory, why polygyny exists? I want you to hear this out for the fellas. Uh, hold on for a second. Sorry. That, oh man, the volume went way up. Why polygyny exists? This guy, in this, he's going to talk about real reason Africans created polygamy. Okay, here we go right here.
7: Africans created polygamy. Even today, for every one male child, there's two to three female male children. Well, it was the same 1,000 years ago. The Africans decide, what do we do with the surplus Muslim population? I mean, female population. Europe took the surplus female population and made them whores and prostitutes. Africa didn't do that. Africa said those who can afford to and could properly take care of should marry more than one woman. So that your female population get the same opportunity to have families and children like any other element of the population and you don't develop that whore class, prostitute class that develop in Europe.
3: Whoa! Whoa!
0: That is a whoa video. That is a whoa video. Now, this is Professor James Small. I don't know if this is true, but we see this in today's society.
3: Don't we not see this? Wow. Now, let, let me break it down. Wow. That When I heard that, I was like, that is exactly what we're seeing. That one is an enlightener right there. Now,
0: many people probably knew this. That one was like, wow. In fact, I've heard some Africans. uh, There was a guy that just recently fought. um, um, I think he fought the heavyweight champion. Um, He was saying the same thing. He was like, uh, multiple wives aren't for our lust. It's a responsibility. It's a duty. Kind of like where they perceive marriage is a duty here for us. So he was like, we're not doing it for lust. It's because... If we have, they make us take more. Like, we just can't leave women out. But there's more women in America than men. In fact, there's more black women in America than black men. Way more. In fact, I think the number is, if every black male and woman paired off, there would still be 2 million or in excess of 2 million single black women. Thus, it is in a situation where there's still going to be a surplus of women. In America... Uh, there's 52% women, 48% men, and that is large numbers. When you consider this population of America, that is a large percentage of surplus women. That means every woman cannot have their own man. Even if you paired everybody off, every woman could ha- not have their own man. Yeah, the guy's name is Francis N. I can't pronounce his last name. He was talking about this as well. Yeah, he was like, from my African country, we had to have multiple wives. It was a duty. It wasn't because we were lusting and we were a player. It was like, hey, we had to do it because there would just be available women. Now, I didn't hear the next part. The next part, he said, is that prevents prostitution, a whore class. Oh, my goodness.
3: It prevents a woman out here from having to whore herself around to survive.
0: (laughs) Ungano, ungano. Mugano, shout out to him. Mayan! No, less than 1.4 more black women in America than black men. And so then he said what Europe has done is made those additional surplus women prostitutes. What America has done is made the surplus women
3: not just prostitutes, but women who have slept around. God dying. Now, again,
0: practically, again, some people who knew this, congratulations. I've never seen that extra parallel been put on. But that part right there, when you add that part, now it makes more sense. Right now you're going, oh, wow. Wow. Okay, I'm going to play it again just for you brothers here. James Small, Professor James Small. Now it says right here, I never knew TV. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Here we go right here. Let's play it again. Here he
7: is. Let me tell you why Africans created polygamy. Even today for every one male child there's two to three female male children. Well, it was the same a thousand years ago. The Africans decide, what do we do with the surplus Muslim population? I mean, female population. Europe took the surplus female population and made them whores and prostitutes. Africa didn't do that. Africa said those who can afford to and could properly take care of should marry more than one woman. So that your female population get the same opportunity to have families and children like any other element of the population. And you don't develop that whore class, prostitute class that developed in Europe.
0: Whoa! Wait! oh Lord, have mercy. Mm. you don't develop the whore prostitute class like they have in Europe. And we were big up in Europe, but for certainly Europe has had to do that as well. And we're here in America. Uh, but, you know, prostitution is the oldest profession for a reason. And there is a place, right? They're going to place them there. And said somebody said, what about the man that can't get any women? I guess you have prostitutes or whores, all right, or less of them. I guess you got to fight for them or work for set. That is air. I like that addition to the, the conversation because it does make sense. Again, we, hear me out. We're already practicing this in America. We're practicing this in America, what, what he was talking about. We're already pr- practicing polygyny in America, right? We do have a uh, sharing of, of, of partners to the point where there's are five women to every man. Now, they don't all live together. They are not all in the same area. Sometimes even polygyny can exist where the woman is poly. She has a baby daddy, a stepdaddy, so there's multiple men serving her as a support system where she has a stepdaddy serving as a role, a baby daddy, a potential her father, where the woman is under the authority of multiple men, which is more polyamory. And the the top-tier men are known to have shared the... Majority of the women, and some women will say I can do bad all by myself. When then she engages in whoredom and prostitution, she's not celibate when she's by herself. She's engaging in 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 a, a great amount of sex. So who is she giving and granting access to sex to? Mostly, are gonna be stereotypically the top tier percent men, or the men that don't need to commit. So there's a lot of what he's saying that exists. Let me see if I can find the video of the woman who was just talking about that. Okay, I did find her. Um, she was talking about this as well, just numerically, numerically, that is not possible for women to have um, a, man, a man of their own. Let's go ahead and do this here. Pop her up on the screen. Here it is right here, and she's going to use the N-word. N-word jar going to be filled up today.
6: There are more women on this planet than men. Um, in the United States, we have about a quarter of our population in jail. Um... Another quarter of our population identifies as LGBTQ. So with that being said, it is a nigga shortage out here. It is a shortage of available good niggas out here. So for all you bitches that think you deserve your own nigga, like your own personal nigga, like that's only yours. Like, okay, it's some women that do, but are you that bitch? Like, what do you bring to the table and make you think you deserve
3: your own nigga, and it's a nigga shortage. Sis, grow up. You gonna have to share that nigga. That's our nigga. She said, "You gonna have to share him. That's our n-word. There's
0: that's our. <laughs> oh man, she's like, there's a shortage of available good ends. He was like, that's these are that's our ninja mm-hmm. again. That's polygyny." That's the polygyny. That's where the shortage comes up. And she's like, "You think you're gonna get a good
3: one and keep them to yourself?" She's like, "Okay, a few of you will, but mm-mm. yeah, right." It's it's one of those things. It's like, ah, yeah, you don't think you're gonna be the only
0: one out here? You <laughs> we sharing that guy. So in a sense, that's where this comes from here. Now, um, I see the Bible thumpers have showed up, but yeah, polygyny or multiple mates have been always a thing here. Now, for the guys here, the, the downfall would be, again, the available surplus of guys are going to be priced out. Or sometimes can, this can be unhealthy for a, a, an area, and guys can revolt, or they can feel a certain way, or they can sabotage. And there's going to be a, some guys that, that are left out. But again, he said numerically it's not going to be the case. Today, if we paired up every guy, With a woman, there's still a surplus. Now, some women are just not going to go down, all right, to where they feel like they're going to go down. And that's our problem in America. Some women are like, I'm not going to date down at all. And they're down already. They're already down. Some of these women are fives, and they're like, I refuse to date down. And you're like,
3: (laughs) really? I don't know. I, I don't see that. Some people say STDs.
0: STDs come from promiscuity. It probably does not come from polygamy or polygyny. Now, there probably isn't. Listen, there's a probability. I think people are concerned about multiple mates versus promiscuity. Promiscuity is where STIs come from. Not really from the polygyly polygamy system because eventually you have adaptation. What happens is randoms, unknown people. People from out of the woodworks in the bushes. One slip up. And it normally comes from the promiscuity angle of the STDs. Not really from the, hey, I got a, a harem. I got a concubine. I have a group of people that we share intermittently. Body t- tends to adapt. It is where the women, it is where the men come out of nowhere out of the bushes and it's not investigated. And then the woman is a carrier uh, because she's playing prom- promiscuity. Then it comes, that's where it comes in where the STIs come in, the one-nighters, the the ninjas they don't know, they don't investigate, the the small percentage of men that have more access. Those guys are the carriers, and then it's the women that carries to the the good guy who gets one access. But I think we're already in this form. You might disagree with me. Maybe we'll do another stream on this, but I talked about it. But we're already in multiple mate strategy. We're already in a multiple mating strategy. We're monogamous on paper. We're in a, we still have a little bit of Puritan culture. We still have a little bit of Puritan culture left, although the liberals are tearing it down as as fast as they can. All right, the liberal side is tearing it down as fast as they can. But let's just be honest. Married people cheat. Married people cheat like crazy. And when they cheat, they almost inevitably do not use protection and i put these statistics out you will be shocked at the amount of people who have affairs they actually use less protection than do people who are out here randomly fucking they they use less protection but married people are having affairs so there goes monogamy right there then you have divorces and single motherhood where's the monogamy monogamy's gone gone then you have hookup culture dating apps and instagram and snapchat Then you have college culture of basically uh, animal house. Then you have women marrying late after being whores, right? Whoring themselves out. You have players and pickup artistry. (laughs) What is this monogamy you guys are talking about? It's almost non-existent today. Like you would have to find, find me two people today. That have only shared themselves and only themselves and are still here. Show me. Now, I see sexual exclusivity. I see people that pair up with people and have relationships. And in the middle of that, they have a um, whole phase on both sides. They hoe out for a little bit. Then they come back, take a break from it. Black, Black Ram, they take a break from it. And then they go back into some sort of monogamy. And then they come back out and hoe out.
3: But there's no monogamy. The monogamy is non existence Then when you take the top performing men. These
0: people got more women than they know what to do with. And they end up at with more. And even if the woman is scuzzy, skeezy, they have top flight women. It's non-existent. I don't see where you guys see it. Old couples. Old couples are the worst. Old couples are the worst. Some of these old couples, y'all see, they was out here getting busy in the Burger King bathroom back in the day. But monogamy really is a false, it's super rare. It's super rare where two life partners been together. Even if you see a married couple, especially an older couple, it's likely that they've been married multiple times. It's likely. Even If you see a couple over 50, there's a high likelihood. If they're married, that's not their first marriage. The ergo, there's no monogamy there. They're, they haven't been monogamous. Now, they might have been monogamous in the period that they were married, but what were they doing before that? Yeah, the freakouts, the P. Diddy freakouts. Orgies, trains. You got to remember, people in the 50s, they were alive in the 70s. They probably did lines of cocas, quaaludes. They was partying, doing the bounce, doing the butt. They was out there at Studio 54. Orgies, passing off gonorrhea and cl- the, the clap, <laughs> right? <laughs> They was in Nino Brown's apartment complex. People in their 50s was out here getting crazy. Don't, don't get confused about old people. Y'all look at old people and be like, oh, look at them, so feeble and frail. Looks like they've been a good person all their life. Old people have are evil. Not every old person is a good person. There's a lot of evil-ass old people out here. And there's a lot of old people, uh, especially women in their 50s, yeah. <laughs>
3: Women in their 50s, man, they know how to squirt that punani. Somebody said, that's a lie. I'm Muslim. Is that your defense, religion?
0: <laughs> Imagine using religion as a
3: defense. I know you weren't talking about me. Imagine using religion as a defense. <laughs> All right.
0: I don't want to get on y'all next today. Imagine using religion as a defense. That's not true. I'm religious. Mm. (laughs) All right, anyway. All right, here we go right here. I don't know who you were talking to. I'm just going to get on your neck. All right, he was probably talking to someone else. He wasn't talking to me. (laughs) Right? I'm going to use defense of Sky Daddy, religion. Therefore, I'm right. (laughs) All right. Religion has the most debauchery of anything. Ninja, you got secular people that actually obey laws. Ninja, you're so religious, you needed a God to tell you what not to do. You're such a good person, you needed God to scribe on a scroll or pieces of paper through other people and use thunder and lightning to go on tablets to tell you basic laws of treating people right. Wow. As if you weren't going to do that to begin with. I mean, as if you did not know, thou shall not kill. Oh, oh, well, thank you, Lord. Mm. <laughs> I was going to kill a lot of people, but you said so, Sky Daddy. If it wasn't for you, I would have killed a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, religion has killed more people than
3: anybody. It's not even, it's not even close. Religion has killed more people than anyone. <laughs> religion got more
0: death count than serial killers ninja possessed by the devil <laughs> possessed, possessed by the devil himself religion
3: the biggest killers on earth <laughs> serial killers sky daddy but use your religion <laughs> alright here we go right here religion has beheaded people <laughs>
0: All right, (laughs) slave people, beheaded people, took babies, fornicated, impregnated slaves, hung people in the name of Sky Daddy. But that's okay. Mm. Come over here and thump your Bible. (laughs) He says, look at the U.S. without religion. Look at it with it. It ain't even close. Look at the U.S. with religion. (laughs) They had 385 years of slavery with God and used it against you.
3: Tell me I'm not lying. Hey, man, sit down with your religious bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Manifest destiny eliminated the Native
0: Americans. The Trail of Tears manifest destiny. Hey, (laughs)
3: the crusaders, the conquistadors. Ninjas blowing each other up. Hey man, stop the bullshit. You know what it is? It's just we're human beings. Human beings are bad to human beings. (laughs) Right? Anyway, look at the, look at the U
0: S with religion. Oh, it's been such a, a perfect place. All right, stop.
3: Anyway. Look at all these people scrambling. All right, look. Don't test me out. They had
0: enslaved people for three centuries on God alone. <laughs> <All> right. So <laughs> Oh, they want the real they weren't the real ones. All right, here we go. They chop people's head off coming in conquistadors. All right, you believe in my God? Nope. Okay. Nope. Shoosh off with the head.
3: All right, look, man, look, I love to piss y'all off. I will cook your ass anyway. Off with the head and off with your God too. All right, anyway. Ninjas got in line real quick. Uh Uh-oh, they chopping off heads. They not ready for this truth. All right, anyway. They're like, you like my God? I like your God. Okay, here we go
0: right here. You get to live. You like my God? Yes, you get to live. You like my God? Nope. Shoosh! Off with the head. <laughs> All right, anyway.
3: All right. that has been going on for like something like 2,000 years. And here we are. <laughs> mm. Let's get. Let's continue. He says, I'm misinformed. God is not religion. <sighs> Religious people, you, you people, you people are the worst people on
0: earth with this bullshit. You guys are, you guys are horrible with this. I already did this, and you want to use your semantics. You can use your semantics. You can say your prayers. You can rub a rabbit's foot. You can flip a coin. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's not a religion. It's a way of life. You people are the worst people on earth, really. You guys are the worst people on earth with this bullshit. You can use your semantics all you want. You're all the same. You're all the same. That you're all the same. You don't semantic me, sir. Don't semantic me with your semantic bullshit. Well, it's a it's a way the true and the life, the light. It's a way of life. It's not a religion. It's you, semantic ass ninjas. You're the worst of all of them. Because you think you can fin- finesse me with your little
3: fina- semantics. You cannot. You're all the same. Yeah. You're all the same with it. You all have backed and turned your back
0: and looked the other way and turned the other cheek. Against the horrors of your spirituality. You
3: have. <laughs> you absolutely have. Don't try to hide as you sit in your roach
0: infested apartment and pray to your sky daddy and act like you're different. You're not.
3: You're not. You're, you're the same. <laughs> You're the same. Don't, don't,
0: don't do this to me, bruh. I've been in the church way too long. Don't do this. Y'all some of the biggest hypocrites and contradictory people on planet Earth. So stop with the semantic
3: bullshit. <laughs> All right, look at them scrambling. Go ahead. Go ahead. Where are we at here?
0: Let's get to the Super Chats. They mad as hell. Look, man, everybody can catch this wreck. It ain't just the women on this show. Don't come over here with no bullshit. Over here, I didn't hurt it all. I didn't hurt it all. Mine's is different, Coach.
3: Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey,
0: yo. My, my, but mine's is different. Go run to the stove with that, please. I don't got no time for you. Not me, Coach. Mine's is different, and you just don't understand. Oh, I don't understand. See that? Those are all little bullshit mind tricks that you use with people. But mine's is different, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours is different. You don't understand, though. See, it's the fact you don't understand. Mine's is different. You're always, it's like your girl's different, your religion, your Sky Daddy's different. It's always different, but you don't understand, though. The game's always different. Stop. Not my religion. Not my Sky Daddy. My Sky Daddy different from their Sky Daddy. How? We got one universe. It's the same one. Dice them up if you want. But Adams 316 is the only thing that
3: leaves over here. <laughs> right? Anyway. It's the same one. There's only one up there, bro. They ain't five. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Shout out to Eric says, oh, wait a minute. Did I skip someone? Shout out to Darkside Foundation. Coach, you were right. 28. Uh, that was yesterday. <laughs> right, they always gonna be different. You just don't mind, you don't know mine. I met mine, you ain't met him yet. I
0: happen to go all this time and ain't met him yet. All right, anyway, shout out to uh, the education movement said, Coach, I had to share this. I have a good friend who is 47 years old, getting his second divorce at the seven year mark. He's not officially divorced yet, but is already thinking about getting married again. Also, he legally adopted her son, so he's gonna have to pay child support due to the kids. Uh And the kids are 13 years old. his soon- to be ex-wife is so disrespectful that he's trying to reverse the adoption too late so he can be officially done with this soon- to be ex-wife. They did everything on the marriage will that you talked about. They got married two months later. She stopped working. He brought a three thousand dollar massage chair for her, and he got some of uh wait some that night, then back to a drought. Also, they went to a psychiatrist for years and now divorced. I am praying to cheese for him. Free agent lifestyle for me. Indeed. Sad. Sad.
3: Man, guys out here, y'all stay trying to uh, beat the system. Y'all stay trying to beat the system. All right, but the system is the system. So,
0: one thing here, um... That I see guys doing. Uh, Sadly enough. I saw a guy. Woke up to a video. Woke up to a video. All the religious people have left. (laughs) I woke up to a video. Of a guy who spent 61 years in prison. As a juvenile. He started his prison sentence as a juvenile. And he has lived 61 years. in In a camp. Essentially like life. Sad reality. But you know. There's a lot of married men in that sad reality that they don't know that they can come out here. They can come out here and get a free life. They can have sex with women women that they want. They can avoid women. They can live with women. They can choose not to. There's another way. There's another way. But guys aren't exploring those. Guys don't explore those. And they get stuck in marriages like this.
3: It is somewhat sad to see men choose that. Okay, hold on for a second. Uh, let's see here. Give me hold over a second. Oh, damn! There's so much. Shout out to lurker.
0: Would you tr- Okay. Uh, Chad would say the military has hierarchy and leadership. Thus, so does patriarchy and alphas. It's okay to be a lesser alpha. Get in where you fit in. Typically, greater alphas are further down their journey. Striden Herman says, "I am spiritual. Who am I? Mental? Who am I? When I am? Wait, I am spiritual. Is." Who I am is mental. Where I am or when I am is physical. And me bringing together all three planes of existence. My interpretation from Bob Proctor. Sheldon Williams says poly is not just African. It was biblical. Western Christianity that pushed monogamy is not biblical. Check out King David and Samuel in the Bible where God blesses these poly unions. Yes. Brown through and O says, uh, Shout out to the Stat Girls, gone but not forgotten. Sheldon Williams says, Monogamy is not biblical. It is from Greek culture where they worship the Greek goddesses, the goddess Hera, who was goddess monogamy and fertility. All right, Chadwick says, Correction 200 million people died in the 20th century due to atheist communist governments is called democide. Religion has not killed more. Um, that is, he says, "I'm not mad, love you, pause, you, my brother." All right. So you're talking about the atheist communist governments, and you're talking about them committing genocide. And so what? You did you take out the American genocide? You didn't. You didn't include the American genocide. <laughs> Where, where's those numbers at? All right. I mean, we're, we're the Native American, come on, man. Fix your math, brothers. Fix your math. <laughs> you left out a whole bunch, man. What, what about the Native Americans? What, what about the, uh in, by, by the way, in the entire North America and South America? Bruh, you left out too many murders, man.
3: You said in the 20th century, from the seventh, stop it.
0: You left out too many genocides in the Western Hemisphere. You just included Stalin and Mao and Hitler. That's the only thing you included. What about the Western Hemisphere genocides of entire North and South America? What them numbers at? That is ridiculous, man. And that was all religious. Almost all of these deaths in the entire Western Hemisphere has been based on Christianity. That is crazy. That's crazy talk, man. (laughs) What about slavery? That is nuts. I mean, you left out a lot of math here. And that's over 300 to 400 to 500
3: years, bro. That's just my opinion. That's a fact. That was all manifest destiny,
0: all Christianity, mostly. Christianity spread significantly due to that. You left out a lot of math. The colonies,
3: the Caribbeans, Brazil, Mexico, Spain, what? I don't know, man. You leaving out a lot of math. He says those numbers are staggering, not 200 million. Nah, bruh. Nah, man. That is well over 200 million. Jesus <laughs> It, but you conveniently left them off. Man, don't do that math, man. That's, that's, that's terrible, bro.
0: <laughs> and where what is this 200 million number coming from? You're going to have to prove that to me. That, that, that to me is that's completely a misrepresentation. What about the African colony itself? What about the, uh, the Belgian? What's the guy from Belgium? What about the, Belgian, the guy from Belgium? Well, he killed how many people alone? in the African colonies. I'm pretty sure, was he was he an atheist too? All right, let's continue here. All right, uh, MC Hamster says, "Cat saying it, 2024, liars catching
3: wreck, for sure. Liars catching wreck. I don't know, man, what, says Facts Coach, on body work, I hit the gym three times a week and get a
0: one-hour deep tissue massage one time a week for $65 with the tip. It's better than Seggs without, uh, with an average of,
3: I can't perceive what that says right there. It's better than sex for sure. For sure. King Leopold, for sure. I guess he was on
0: the wrong side. I guess he was on the wrong side. But, man, I'm telling you, we're, we're arguing, what did they call it? We're splitting hairs at this point. We're splitting hairs. So you're saying you're, you're, your side is good and the other side has killed
3: nobody? You, we're splitting hairs at this point. Let me get to this part of the show. Get to this part of the show. Pulse nut clarity. Saves men. Pulse nut clarity saves
0: men. All right, what are we doing here? Let's play this video of women discovering what post nut clarity. Oh, shoot. There was this video. I forgot. Should I play it? Are we? We're into the three hour mark. Let's just talk about pulse nut clarity. I'll save this video for another day. All right, this woman is going to seem to recognize what postnut Nut Clarity is for men. And uh, again, thanks to the internet, people are now being able to understand men. It says right here, had sex and his replies have slowed down and definitely noticed the vibe change.
8: So no one on this planet is nicer than a man who wants to have sex with you. And I'm going to die on this hill. You have to kind of disregard everything is said and done before you have sex day one is the day after sex that's kind of when it starts everything before you have to take with a pinch of salt no one is kinder no one is wanting a relationship more than a man who wants to have sex with you nobody's being more consistent sending you the good morning texts um putting f in more than a man who wants to have sex with you So if the consistency stays afterwards and they still exist the same, then yeah, great. But date one is the date after you have sex. Then you see what that really like. And that for me is just the reality of dating straight men. You can have sex quick to find out or wait. All
0: right. And so she's replying to a message. Well, I gave a man my body and now he's slowly uh, pulling away, the messages that slowed down, and that comes from the thirst, right? The thirst is there, the desires there. We oftentimes fantasize the intimacy. What will happen is once we get the intimacy, yes, it will dwindle. Our attention will dwindle. The amount of times that we talked about the woman, it will dwindle. The more access you get to them, because Americans have American people hate kind of fuck,
4: love fuck, hate fuck, sex only fuck, break up fuck, make up fuck. Drunk fuck,
0: buddy, fuck, pity fuck. Yeah. Uh, Because that's kind of how we get down. A lot of guys don't like the women that they're truly with. They're just with them because they're giving them access. Scarcity. A lot of men remain with the woman that he's with because of scarcity. And so this woman is now trying to communicate in her Australian accent that men lose interest after being with the woman. And this is a fact. Before you're with her, you're pouring into her. You're paying attention to her. And then she gives you access, and then you're just going to pull back. Now, as you get older, you automatically know that this is going to happen. So then you will find that men with the decreased testosterone experience, decreased need, he's aware of this, and he will prevent messing with a woman who is messy because he knows he's probably not really interested in her. Let's take DJ Academics. He's a younger guy, under 30, high testosterone, high need, somewhat of scarcity because he cannot get women naturally, normally. So he kind of leads with his wallet, and thus he leads with his wallet, but he is trying to build a relationship with the women. He gets finessed because he is in a situation where he's not recognizing this with experience that he probably, she, she probably doesn't like him, and he probably doesn't like her. He just has a need for her. You get finessed that way. As you get older, you will know, oh, man, listen, I, I, I just was using her for sex, or I, She was making herself so available that I just kept jumping on it. This also goes to standards. Men have bad standards if they don't have access to a greater population of women. Thus, they start selecting poor behavior, poor-looking women just based on the fact that these women are willing to access themselves to them. Certain women are not, and then you would develop your preference related to who you can get versus who you could get. I can't afford that. I'm not willing to go through that. She's not that attractive, and she is. You'll fool yourself, and you say, I actually like this. And then this woman represents everything that you don't like. You just can access her. And as a result, when you become aroused and you bust, you actually are frustrated. Much of your arguments will be that, Either she doesn't really like you or you really don't like her. So you're messing with your dumpster diving. You're messing with low quality women. This is because you're not honoring your post nut clarity. At some particular point, you will save your life by not dealing with this type of women. And you'll say, although that's in my wheelhouse, I'm not going to bang her. Because you know right afterwards, you've experienced it enough that your behavior is going to change. Cause you, cause you went there with her and um, yeah, it happens all the time for guys. I had a chart that I would share for you, which is the iceberg theory. The iceberg theory will let you guys know that there's a lot of things that you don't see under the surface. And a lot of the, those things that you don't see under the surface, you will not recognize until after sex. That includes her, her, her appealing ability to parent debt her behavior issues, psychological issues, and these things. These things are the things that you discover after, and they become important after sex. Like you'll say, hey man, I banged this woman and she turned out to be crazy. Not really. She was crazy already. She was already crazy. But because you were in a fog and you were thinking of fornication first, you fornicated, then you found her crazy. You overlooked the crazy. The red flags was there. She probably told you she was flat out crazy. And you avoided it. You said, I'll overlook it. She probably told you the crazy things she did with her ex. You probably saw on her body all of the crazy things that marked her being crazy. Well, because you ran the red light and you said, well, I, I just need this nut. And you did it. And you might even invested time to try to get her there. Gave her a false sense of security. Also, you sold her a dream. You ran game. You lied to her. You said all of these things. And then you fucked her. And then now she's showing you crazy. Mm. When indeed we say these are red flags. I I can't show you the iceberg because I can't find it. I got new computers. And so it's somewhere on an old computer drive. So I can't show it to you. Um, Maybe I do have it here represented in the speech that I gave, Um, but you really, wait, you really can't see it. All right. But that's basically what it is. And the things that men look for in women is we look for really three qualities, which is chronological age, mostly physical age. Is she attractive? And pretty much that's it. What does she look like physically? What age is she? And, What age does she look like? That's pretty much it. Maybe some weight, dress size. It's not much. Then we'll fuck just based on that. (laughs) But meanwhile, you saw tracks on her arms. You overlooked it. She had a tattoo of a sword in the middle of her chest. You overlooked it. You said, I can get over that wig. All right, I don't like women with wigs. You overlooked it. She looked younger, but she was older. You overlooked it. He said, well, older women don't play games. You made all of these excuses in your head why to press forward, and then you ended up with bullshit. Then you start coming out here talking negatively about these women. Well, she got a high body count, and she a drug addict, and she an alcoholic. She prayed to the wrong sky daddy. She don't listen. She not submissive. She don't, (laughs) she got two baby daddies. Then you start talking about that, but you penetrated her. You should have known. She had a baby. She probably has a wrinkled up stomach. She probably got saggy booty, right? You overlooked it because you only looked at the age, really, and then what she looked like. And you went dumpster diving in. Now, we tell you, you're already going to feel bad about her after sex already. That's just innate in us. That's just what we do. But you're really going to be uh, you're really going to feel bad about yourself when you really see who she really is. And a lot of them aren't really good people to begin with because they wear their dysfunction on them. You overlooked it. You overlooked it. And you might invite some crazy things into your life. Like for instance, mental health is one of these things. She might not tell you she's mentally unstable, but later on it will come up and you will realize it was a mistake to keep proceeding on her. Because she's mentally unstable. She doesn't have mental health issues. She's mentally unstable. These are the things that will save your life as you get older. Because you know you're going you're gonna to wish you didn't meet this woman after you have an orgasm. Right? Sometimes you'll get away with it and such. But the part of this is understanding what post clarity is and then not making, continuing to make these decisions. All right. Let me show you another video. I do have another. Like, I feel like guys. Uh, 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 I do have another video here that talked about it here. Uh, post nut clarity. Let's see what this woman has to say. These two uh, dingbats has something to say.
1: Like, I feel like guys have like post nut clarity, like right away, but girls kind of have like the next day. And I literally woke up and I remember thinking like, did he just use me for sex? Because he had sex with me and then literally left within 30 seconds of being done.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is what men do. This is sometimes you can avoid this by putting women in a, pro- warning them potentially. You can warn them that this is going to happen. You almost have to understand that this is going to happen. So you can maybe give them a warning and say, you know, I'm just using you and I'm going to feel different about you after I roar. She might engage with you. She might not. She might say, well, maybe I'll make you feel different about that. No, honey, I know I'm going to feel different about you afterwards. I'm probably going to want you to leave or I'm probably going to want to leave afterwards. I'm warning you.
9: What is post-nut clarity? It's where you have sex
1: and then you realize something. So there's like this myth, legend, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's like a myth? legit thing, but it it's, it's legit. It's when guys have sex with a girl, like they have clarity. I think in a loving way, like girl. or not the
2: connotation is that
1: like, after you come, you're like, Oh wait, like you're not that cute. I don't like you that much. So a guy will have sex with a girl and then it'll be, he'll have the clarity after coming post not clarity and be like,
0: or come to your senses. Like,
1: Whoa, I'm not into you. I don't like
0: you.
9: Okay. That makes sense. That makes total sense because he wanted the chase. Yeah. And then he, no,
0: he did not want the chase. He did not want the chase. You wanted the chase. He wanted the punani, right? He wanted to get you. Yeah, they can't believe it. They're stunned about this. Like what? Really? This is all men. This is why you can back up with data and show that it doesn't matter really how long the woman waits to give the guy the the intimacy. Well, it doesn't really guarantee that she will keep the guy. She can wait three months, two years. Doesn't mean the guy's going to stick around. He can still bounce because post-nut clarity is going to hit, whether it's the first night or night uh, 100, 365 that he waited. Most men will find out what their general interest is. Now, he might stick around because he doesn't want to piss you off. He doesn't want a false allegation. He doesn't want to give you the indication that he's now spent all of that time pursuing you, and he doesn't want you to believe that he's such a rotten guy that he lost interest. Okay, so he will stick around. Okay, I best I guess I better cuddle. Oh, 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 oh boy, it's getting late. Or if the man shows up and he shows up and he puts in time, ladies, he puts in time and you tell him he cannot get any sex. What does he immediately do? He immediately wants to leave. Immediately. Because that's why he was there. So it doesn't matter if he gets it or not. Once he understands that he got it or he's not getting it, the the time of the visit is going to get cut short. So he got it. He busted. That's the end of the visit. Time to go home. He came over. He didn't get any. You cut him off. It's time to go home. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's happening here. And they're like shocked. But this is innate in men. This is obvious in men. It's completely obvious. This is why women have a rotation of many, many men. They go through one to the next to the next to the next, and it could be, um, it could be all summed up with the fact that men have postnut clarity. Some men have control of it. Some men don't. I'm gonna play this, and I'm gonna tell you another form of postnut clarity.
9: Came and then he was like oh and you're not even that cute it's like sobering up yeah it's like you took your drunk goggles off and you're like you're not that hot do girls have that the other
0: girls do have this yes girls do have that. It is normally in the form of long-term relationships or if you procreated with the guy even if he's still around she will lose interest in the guy if he doesn't have another woman chasing after him also they have it um have you ever heard a woman say I don't know what I saw in that man. And she literally had a baby with him. And she will look at him years down the line and say, I don't know what I saw in that man. That's post-nut clarity, right? It wasn't an orgasm. It was years of clarity where she was in love with him. And she looked back and looks and go, what did I even see in that guy? But you, you, you even had two and three babies by this guy right here. Yeah, the a seven-year itch. This ain't the guy I want. I could do better. Uh, but with this being said, Pulse Nut Clarity can save lives.
3: A lot of you guys, somebody said somebody's begging in the chat. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, so when the infatuation stage
0: is gone, when the pursuit is gone for the woman, when he ties her down and marries her and he buys the house and the car, then she's done. Pulse Nut Clarity for women. A guy you love or is married to pays off your student loan. Pays your breast implant. She loses weight. She's out of there. <laughs> she gone. And many men experience that. All right, where he, she's like sticking around. Then you pay off her student loan debt. She's like, why am I here now? Skedaddling. Another personal clarity is a guys will find out that it saves lives. And you have to watch out for this. Is when you're stroking her. You're stroking them guts. You're hitting it. You're in there Rawski. Or let me just say that before you go in raw. right? You ain't got no condom or you got one in your pocket. She pulls her pants off. You get the pants off, and you're going, I should put on a condom. A lot of us have been there. I told you the statistics on condoms. I hope you guys use them this weekend. Most people don't. It's almost 30% of people use them. But you got your condom. You're about to go in and slide in. You got your little wee whacker ready to go. You know good and damn well you should slide the condom on. But you don't, and you dive deep. Now, when you're in there, it feels good. You be like, oh, she don't make me put on the condom. She didn't ask me. She let me jump in there. Now, guess what? You stroking.
3: You got juices on berries. And it feels good. You glad you didn't put one on because it's feeling good. And then you roar! I bet you after that, guess what's happening? You wish you would have put that condom on. For
0: one reason, you're like, I can't believe I ran up inside this woman's body. I don't even know her. I hope I don't get herpes. Now now you have clarity. Now it's clear. You're like, I hope I don't wake up tomorrow with pus dripping from my Johnson. Now you have clarity. Now it makes sense. That's pulsing up clarity. You ran up in them guts without the condom. You didn't think twice, or you thought twice, and you said, ah, I'll roll the dice. You rolled the dice, you felt good, you busted a nut, and now you're thinking, I need to go see the doctor. You see that? That's post-nut clarity. It saves lives. Let's put on the Johnson, put the Jimmy on. How about this one? You in them guts. Warroski. You haven't talked about no birth control. You haven't talked about if she has an IUD. You haven't talked about if she's on a pill. You haven't talked about if she wants kids. You haven't talked about if she wants to terminate the kid. So now you slide in them juices. You creating the friction. And she says, I like it better when you bust inside of me. Does she tell you this before you enter her body? No. Does she tell you this uh, while you in there enjoying it and flipping her and smacking her on the butt? Nope. She tells you right when you're about to bust. So you slide in there. You feeling good. You... <laughs> And does she feel you? She feel the stroke game getting quicker? She can feel the girth expanding? She knows what she's doing. She's a 304. So she can feel when it's about to be that time. She's like, okay, here he comes. She's like, all right, here it is. And She says, let it roar inside, daddy. I love the way it feels.
2: Roar!
3: All inside the guts. You don't pull out. It feels good. She like, I like it. (laughs) And you done emptied out full double barrel clip. All the juices.
0: And stayed up in there. And cuddled up in there for an extra 30
3: seconds. You ain't even pulled it out then. And you got all the way up into the cervix. To the canal. (laughs) And guess what?
0: Post nut clarity in 45 seconds. You're about to think you're the dumbest nigga on earth. You'd be like, what was I thinking?
3: Mm. Why, Why did I do that? That was a dumb decision. Why did I go raw and shoot up the club? It's gonna
0: make sense then, but not until afterwards. That's called post nut clarity. <laughs> right? Now it's gonna be like, oh man. Now the world's going now the reality's gonna hit. You was like, I was all at the bottom, too. <laughs> should have pulled out. Well, it's too late now. It's too late now, sir. You have post nut clarity. Obviously, it's clear you should have pulled out but you didn't. You should have put on the condom, but you didn't. You should have pulled out and with the condom on, but you didn't. That's pulse clarity. See, that's what pulse clarity does. When you're aware of it, (laughs) when you're aware of it, you will know, oh damn, all the blood up here is now down here, meaning this is functioning worse than here. All the functions down here in this head and up here, I'm now dumb. I'm dumb up here. Because there's no blood flow. Blood flow has left the building. Therefore, this is dominating. I must think clearly now, though. I'm stupid now. What does a stupid person do? All right. Stupid person still going to put the condom on. (laughs) Right. Mm. The stupid person still going to walk away. Oh, never mind, honey. I don't want any punani today. I see that you have a tattoo of a sword down the middle of your chest. I'll pass. I'll go jerk off, right? And you saved yourself 18 years of pain and misery. you saved yourself hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know what? I won't do you tonight. I'll go down to the JUCO and give this young girl her biology books for the semester. Come on over. She doesn't want anything to do with me too much. I'm paying her to leave. You see what I mean? That's post-nut clarity. Instead, you got an overweight, obese, poor, poverty woman, and you're going to shoot up the club on her. Cause she's fat and thick
3: <laughs> and you know she a drug addict she lazy a sloth alopecia she wear a wig real quick and you're gonna be like damn no pulse nut clarity
0: you didn't honor pulse nut clarity so the point of it is guys really the honoring of the pulse nut clarity is gonna save your life it's gonna Prevent regret. It's going to prevent regret. It's going to prevent you from lying to women. I'm not going to lie to women anymore. There's no need for it. It might prevent. You, it might make you save time. I'm going to save time by not going out. How, how about this? You are horny. You're going to go out to the bars and the nightclubs. Waste money. Waste time. At the best, you're going to get a skeezer, scab peeling at that. Hopefully, that's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, you go home and you wasted a couple of Bucks on beers and, and you wasted a night coming in the next day. I know that I probably don't want to be around those type of people. So I'm going to stay in the night. I saved myself. I saved it. Same thing about the same thing about going on dates. I'm going to go on a date. I'm really just trying to bang her, but I'm about to go out and pitch her a whole bunch of lies and fantasy. I know once I bust, I'm not really into this woman like that. So but I'm going to do it. Throw away a couple $45 at chilies. Go out with this ugly woman or this woman who is subpar. Treat her nice. Smile in her face. Also, I can get them guts. I'm going to be pissed if I don't get the guts. So that's going
3: to create a stress. If I do get the guts, I might regret it. All you had to do was jerk off before the date.
0: And probably you have a 90% chance of not going on that date. 90 you will have saved time, money, and you will have not had to deal with a crazy woman after you bust. And you jerked it off, and you would have went to Chili's by yourself. You would call her up. You go ahead and rub one out real quick. I bet you you call her back up. There's a 90% chance that you'd be like, you know what? I guess I
3: wasn't that interested in you. It's mm. so automatic. We'll, we'll let Chad give us the t- statistics. But if you did that on every date,
0: you will probably not go out with most of the women you go out with. (laughs) So as you mature and get experience, you will recognize this early. I'm lusting for her. I have no interest in her. If she just bent over right now, I probably would stick it. But I'm not going to jump through hoops and hurdles, so never mind. I'm just lusting right now. (laughs) Right? Right? Or I'm feeling something. Do I want to lead a woman on and perhaps deal with her craziness? Perhaps have to deal with her too much. Perhaps have to see that ronkled up stomach and her cellulite on her booty cheeks. Or do I want to be caught dead in public with a woman who was subpar just so I can get my weed whacker wet? Or do I want to just stay in tonight and rent a junior college girl? Okay. Somebody that I know I want, right? The type of woman I want. Here we go right here. She came through. 45 minutes She later, she left. Everybody's happy and I have peace. <laughs> or do I want to go out there and be walking around the mall with this Mastodon while everybody's looking at me knowing I'm down bad? Well, look at him. He's down bad, obviously. Why is he with her? So, yes, it's really just the 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 what we call pre-nut clarity, post-nut clarity. Most men are operating and not honoring their post-nut clarity. That's what it is. And they're operating on lust and they're passing it off as then when you deal with and confront problems, most of your problems came from your lust. It's not from the woman herself. The woman was already crazy. She already had exhibited low quality behavior but you ran the red lights of your lust, and now you have to deal with the crazy woman. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, Indeed. Anyway, let me, let me catch these super chats here. I'm sad that I don't have my chart.
3: I had a chart, but I don't have it. All right, but uh, it's a great chart, the iceberg. Hmm. Yes, lust is our downfall. Oh, somebody says eating the box.
0: Yeah, you go down there and eat the box. That's another one. You nasty ninjas. And I'm not against eating the box, but y'all be eating the box on women y'all shouldn't. And then after you bust, you hoping you don't catch herpes on your face, <laughs> right? You're like, I'm for sure going to have herpes across my lips tomorrow. Yep, that's post-nut clarity. Because y'all know y'all some nasty boys in there. Y'all be doing nasty, despicable things. Oh, that's nasty. Only to go up and pray to the Lord that your face don't break out.
3: <laughs> All right, anyway. Shout out to the nasty boys. <laughs> My brother David Anderson, I'm gonna read it again. He says she acted a complete ass right
0: when I got the bag. Indeed. YouTube says beggars in the chat. Need more more mods. Need more mods. Who's begging in the chat? I hope y'all got them. Rhode Island Street Preaching Ministry says you are the best coach. Appreciate you.
3: All right. And no offense to anybody that I ever offend, but. Yep, you hoping you don't get pink eye. Y'all nasty dudes. Really, man. Really, y'all need to get y'all
0: fixes out. Y'all need to get y'all fixes out in an appropriate manner. There's an appropriate way to do that. Shout out to Sam Prince says, no free content, abundance mindset for life. I think you meant for life, abundance mindset. Oh, by the way, I want to pull up that quote. Uh, let me see here. By um, Give me the quote. Uh, let me see here. I got the quote right here. And this is quote up. This is sum up the post Nut Clarity right here. Schopenhauer.
3: Schopen, is it Schopenhauer or Schopenberg? Schopenhaus, let me see what it is. Schopenhauer, Uh, devil's laughter, devil's laughter. Listen to this quote, and this is again
0: your maturity. This is your maturity. Directly after, listen gentlemen, directly after copulation, the devil's laughter is heard. I'm going to read it again. Directly, and ladies, listen to this. So, if you wanted to
3: understand, men, I'm the guy telling you this. See if I can pull up the quote so you can see it. Uh, you see it right here. Directly after copulation, look it up. The
0: devil's laughter is heard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Again. Oh, you can't see it. What the hell is this? All right, they put something up on my screen here. All right, there it is. Directly after copulation, the devil's laughter is heard. You guys gotta you got this you guys gotta write it down. Write it down, write it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um also, also this is
3: also exists. Um, damn, what was I going to say here? I was going to say something else. That's fact. Directly after copulation, the devil's laughter is
0: heard. By the way, oh, uh, sex is a nature's trick. Sex is a nature's trick. Actually, love is nature's trick to induce sex. Because what is the number one rule of nature? The number one rule of nature is to continue to exist, to procreate. In every single way, nature's job strictly is to multiply, okay? So if you take the birds and the bees, if you take birds, they present the flower, the bird comes to the flower, takes the little thing, goes across, and then, and what do they call it? They, they, um... They call it, uh, not copulate, but they, they call it, uh, anyway. They distribute all of the blah, 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 whatever. All right, it, the, the nature just wants to reproduce. That's it. They don't care how it is accomplished. It just wants to duplicate, multiply, reproduce. <laughs> That's the number one, and then survive, right? In order to survive as a species, you need reproduction. So now then, you need to go through every year to survive. Love... And sex is the way nature pollinate. Thank you. I could not think of it. pollination. Um, Love and and sex is the way nature keeps themselves alive. So you got cross pollination. That's how nature keeps it. It presents a flower. Bees like bright colors. Then they will have their little need. Pollinate. They deliver things over to the other
3: pods. Blah, blah, blah. you, You exist. For men and women. We use love, which is overhyped
0: up lust. It's lust on steroids. You're lusting after her. I want her forever. She whine. I want her. I desire. Her. I gotta have her. Why? Let me just say this: If in fact you had to have her, if you remove sex from having her, would you want her? The answer is no. Nope. If you knew for sure, okay, okay, you can have this woman right here. You just can't have sex with her. You'd stop wanting her immediately. Most of the time when women reject you, you stop wanting them in many, in, in many ways. Sometimes after you have sex with her, you stop wanting her in many ways. Nature's already accomplished its mission. Nature's already accomplished its mission. So it is a, a hyped up form of lust and chemical. You know, you have the chemicals and the oxytocin and the the and the epipinephrine and all of these things that confuses you, disorients you. After you have sex, most of the time after you fall out of love, which time is, and or you just don't like each other anymore, you will find that you have nothing in common with most women. You have even no desire to hang out with them. Once sex is off the table, you don't even want to be around them. Once you've already accomplished the sex, you want to leave and run. You, the first thing you want to do is a flee. But there's consequences to it that you have to realize. The consequences is you've been deceived and tricked. Nature. Nature says, I'm sorry, the devil says, I got you to do my bidding. I got you to do it. Now I got the procreation and I got, I got. (laughs) And this is true. Now. You got that roar, and you felt good, but it's just human nature. we just animals, man. we just animals at the end of the day. Women also have another need, right? They have other secondary needs, which does exist around cuddling, connection, and all these things. They also have a sexual need as well, and they also have a biological imperative, which is to procreate, which some women are avoiding. I don't want that right so that's a basic that's a big decision for them i never want to have kids that means they're not going to fulfill their biological imperative they kill kids in the womb that's 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 working against god essentially for the god people but really i always tell you when you recognize these things up front you're least likely to make bad decisions so that's where it saves your life i know i don't have much in common with women i don't care what age race or whatever that i have very little in common And I almost have very little interest in them as, and I have to admit this to myself. And I have to admit that to them. I don't have much interest and or anything in common. So what do I want from you? And how can I accomplish that? Well, I don't want to mislead you and lie to you because you'll turn crazy.
3: How can I accomplish that? Does this fistful of 20s help out, (laughs) right? This all helps you. I don't want to spend too much time with you, but I do have an interest.
0: I do have a need for you. Can can I still accomplish this? Okay, I can't accomplish it that way.
3: (laughs) Shout out to, oh, man, an old school brother here. What do you have to say? Shout out to Grand
0: Finale, a legend in the game. Shout out to you, he says. Shout out to CGA, Last of a Dying Breed. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. All right, are you still in in this area, neck of the woods? Let me know. Okay, no government name. Ninja watched a couple of YouTube videos, and all of a sudden, they alpha now, LOL. They ain't never been in a fight in their life. These same dudes used to get stuffed in the locker and get jacked for their lunch money out here. Oh, man, don't get me started. And also, hashtag, I am Keandre. LOL, for sure, for sure. Uh. Yeah, uh, you could be alpha in a time where, listen, I, I grew up, which is debatable, in a time where it was really relatively, you had to, you had to, let me say this, this gets, this, come at, this can come off as toxically masculine. This can, this, come, this can come off as toxic masculinity, but bear with me for a second. Men today, can say there's something and never have to prove it. Because we can say, well, we can come up with philosophy. We're great thinkers today. We're not great doers. So we can say, well, it's actually smart to not engage in fights, right? 48 Laws, uh, sorry, uh, the art of war. But let me just say this. For us great thinkers in this space, and these great thoughts and these great mindsets, and we're over we're really overthinking things. We I find that men are overthinking things and not doing things. In a sense, Masculinity is really about doing things, not about talking. And it has been not so long ago, and thank God to the Generation X and the Baby Boomer Mothers, men used to have to always test themselves against other men in every form or fashion. Meaning that you can talk all you want, Ninja, what we doing out here on the field? And we've lost that because now we just got keyboard warriors and motherfuckers arguing all day about theory. No, no, no. Before, and this is not too long ago, you used to have to show and prove.
3: You used to have to get on the field. You used to have to show. You used to have to box. You used to have to line up. Across from each other, five yards, run full speed, plow. You used to have to do duels. Oh, Ninja, what? Smack. On guard. Ten paces, turn and shoot. You used to have to knuckle up. You didn't have to talk. All this talking shit,
0: we doing all this talking. Catch me outside. Step outside, sir. You, step outside all that run in your mouth. You know what? And if you didn't do it, you automatically had to step over there and you was out of the running. You couldn't talk no more shit. You couldn't beat a man. You couldn't hide behind your glasses. You couldn't say you was too short. You couldn't say you didn't have no muscles. You couldn't say it wasn't fair. You had to step over there. Now, this is toxic masculinity. Right. But this is what separated the men from the boys. This is what you knew when you to keep your motherfucking mouth shut. (laughs) This is when you could not say you was an alpha and just stand over there. Matter of fact, most generals in army military, they fought on the line. Not only that, ninjas had to go to the military. If you didn't go to the military, you had to shut up. You couldn't be over there talking shit. Oh, wait, wait. Hold up for a second. You ain't throwing bombs? You not loading your musket? You not smacking niggas? (laughs) Right? Oh, no, 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 no. Same thing we getting women. You had to get women. You had to open your mouth. You had to be in the field. You had to have receipts. You couldn't just say, I
3: get broads, and you sitting on the internet with no receipts, no videos. So, This is where we're at.
0: This is where people call this toxic masculinity. But the reality is this is what separated the men from the boys.
3: And what we have is too much talking and not enough doing. (laughs) Right? And then the minute the dude that does
0: shows his receipts, then y'all start hating on the ninjas. Back in the day, you couldn't hate. So if I pulled up in the granddaddy caddy and I jumped out and said, my name is Macaroni Tony, and I had the hoes and I had the leaning, I had the Cadillac leaning, I was pipping, leaning, and feeding everybody recognized, okay, there the guy is. He the man. But every day I see you come and go with no hoes, no women, no girls, you couldn't come on the internet and talk. Mm. Then when a dude pull out a big fat wad and he peeling back money, and he and he peeling See, on the internet, you peel today. Oh, man, why you got to brag? You really a hater. That's fake. You rented your lifestyle. Back then, if I pulled out a wad and start peeling, everybody was like, there he is. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like today, you had to be it,
3: and you had to prove it, or you couldn't be it. That's it. You had to do, and not only that gambling, you had to bet, put something
0: on it. Money talks bullshit walks, okay, all right? Let's play chicken, right? Remember you line up, let's play chicken and drive our cars full speed at each other. If you dodge, you the chicken. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> so today, today, all the chickens can talk the most lo- the lo- the loudest noise. And, and even then, and even then, you had to get jumped in the games. You can't just claim the game on a record. You had to get jumped in. You had to what? Put in work. You, you had to do. There was a year you had to do. Today, there ain't no doing no more. There ain't no doing. There's just a lot of talking. <laughs> There's just a lot of talking and a lot of haters and a lot of men that ain't doing shit but got a lot of uh, common sense. Oh, I got, I got, I'm going to make sense of it. Yep, don't talk about it, be about it. That's what it used to have to be, man. Um, you know, uh word your word is your bond. And I we've gotten away from it. And I think what it's created is the revenge of the nerds, cuz the nerds can talk. But they ain't doing a lot of doing. And the nerds can cancel you. The nerds can deplatform you. They can just sit back behind their buttons sitting over there overweight with they stomach done lapped over their belt, and they can push the button. Well, I got the power here. I, I'm going to push the button on you when you're done. All right, I can complain. I can make a video and hide behind faceless on YouTube, but put all your shit out there on the Internet. I can dox you. I can do all these things to get revenge, but I never have to see your ass. Do you know what I mean? I never have to see your ass face to face. We live in a coward culture. We live in a coward culture where the cowards are winning. And the cowards got you by the semantics. They got you by the thought. They can imprison you with a whole bunch of words. And they can say, well, I didn't say. And they can mix it and try to Jedi mind trick your ass. When in the beginning, ninja, you had to knuckle up. All right, you want to talk all this shit? Come on, man. And at the end of the day, let's solve this problem. Yep, ninjas want to report. They want to file. They want to fire off emails. and And they want to claim to be the victor out here. They want to cheat and get their YouTube numbers up. And they
3: want to say, well, I'm bigger than you. I got better numbers. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> it's, it's where we live today. It's where we live. So, again, that, this is what people call the toxic masculinity
0: part of it. But really, there was a hierarchy established real quick, and it required you to do. You have to do. You have to do. You can't just come on here and say, Everybody was from the Show Me State, Missouri, Missouri. Show me, show me. All right, that's what it was anyway. All right, but today, man, people getting hurt feelings and they be doxing your ass. Shout out to the original. Was that Kiandre begging in the chat earlier? Who was begging? I missed it completely.
3: Remember, even even a something thing like this, I'm the fastest dude in here. I'm the fastest guy. People were like, "Word,
0: oh, you ain't seen Keandre." Keandre, here come Keandre, walking bow legged and pigeon toed. You know this ninja fast. He darker, darker than the a, bl- a trillion midnights, and he from Florida where they chase rabbits around. You know Keandre about to dust your ass, <laughs> right? All right. Oh damn, Keandre,
3: this nigga look fast. He looking like Tyreek Hill, brother. All right, I said I was the fastest guy. You had to race. Line up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. There was a,
0: you didn't get to talk about it all day long. You had to be like, you claimed it. You said it. Keandre. Keandre got five brothers that punked them and beat them up and toughened them up and roughed them up. You got a single mother and you a single child. Guess what's about to happen? Deandre, Keandre about to smoke you. Cause he been racing his brothers all his life and losing. You're right. And you been racing your mind, sitting in your room all day talking about you fast, Keandre. <laughs> Keandre about to smoke you. And when you lose, everybody gonna let you know. Oh, you was talking all that
3: ish. <laughs> Keandre the coldest came out and smoked you. All right, yeah, man. Anyway, t- yeah, you used to have to show and prove, man. You couldn't just hate back in the day.
0: You just couldn't. I mean, again, I don't want to talk about this back in the day stuff because people don't really know. But you really just couldn't hate. That's just the reality of it. You couldn't hate for very long. Oh, you hating? <laughs> All right, what, what was that song? Um, Talking about the club. You talking about getting in the club or you talking shit about us in the club but you can't get in? Same thing Money talk, bullshit, walk. Where are you at? show improve. No excuses. All right, do or die. All of that stuff All of that stuff. It's a whole cold world, man. It's a cold world. So anyway, that's, the, that's what they call toxic masculinity. That's what your mother's protected you from. That very feeling right there. All right, so much so that they don't even give kids F's on report cards. Now hold that F. Hold that F up. Oh, they hating from outside of the club. They can't. You can't even get in. You hating from outside of the club. You can't even get in.
3: Mm. Tell me, that dude. There's no talking shit from outside the club, (laughs) and you
0: outside talking about me in the club, but you can't even get in. I'm telling you, man. He says, that ain't toxic at all. Exactly. We are out here living in a culture where the women, really, your mothers, in order for you to for not feel bad about yourself, has protected you from stuff that men needed. This is what separated us. Not all this talk, all right? Anyway. Shout out to uh, JC says, Keandra. Oh, wait a minute. I got Dorico Jones says, live by the home, live by the Home Depot slogan. Less talk, more doing. Facts. Let's talk more doing. Uh, JC says, can Andre be racing then just barefoot on hot concrete and he got new shoes on. <laughs> he got some shoes that was hand me down. It's a wrap. And I remember that, man. I used to be a shit talker and I, um. somebody said, <laughs> I heard, I ran 12.3 in the, in the 100. Not, not quite. You can shave a second off. That was my PR. But, um, he says, hating on rich dudes for real. I was going to say something. Lost my train of thought. Twin A says, live uh, like the dude from these, the video. Uh, the other day says, masculinity is earned. Indeed, masculinity is earned. People want to give, all right? Your mother's protected you from so much. Uh, they don't want you to feel bad and get hit on the head. They don't want you to get an F. Man. And really, we actually
3: miss our uncles. He says, ninjas can't climb trees no more. I mean, whew. yeah. We, we just live inside now. We live inside. And I just think we lost that outsideness.
0: He said, we lost our outside. We lost our outside. Uh, that's where a lot was shown and proved. The hierarchy was definitely there. And you couldn't argue the hierarchy. Of course, gunplay, the gunplay got into that too. Because now I can shoot you from way over here. Right? I don't have to confront you. I can drive by and shoot you. That kind of messed things up as well. Where did just oozy just and spray up everybody and uh they get their revenge that way? But yeah, man, back then outside, you can't you you had to really be who remembers that? A lot of young people don't know this. You don't know this at all. This is
3: not your reality in a sense, because you've had everybody protect you from these things. All right, anyway, but yeah, oh, that's what I was saying. We
0: lost the uncles because the uncles who was really, was the ones that was getting us or older brothers because we don't, we have small families, siblings. Siblings used to toughen you up. Older brothers and uncles, cousins, they used to toughen your ass up. They used to toughen your ass up. Some of your first fights are going to be with your cousin. Some of your first, you know, um, uh, life lessons, meaning you got to overcome your cousin. Like, oh, you ain't beating your cousin. Your cousin getting good grades. Your cousin getting girls. Your cousin beating motherfuckers up. Your cousin getting a scholarship. Your cousin, and you looking at your, I'm going to beat him in something. He beat me in this, I'm going to beat my cousin in that. Same thing with older brothers. My older brother is this, I'm going to beat him. I want to be like my older brother. Same thing with fathers. They didn't left me off the stream. They didn't. They didn't cancel me. Same thing with your father. The father's not there. The son doesn't look up to the father and say, I admire my father. I want to be like my father. Right? These are the things that we
3: miss today. Y'all too busy cuddle up with your goddamn mama. <laughs> right? You was racing your bike. I want to race my bike. I want to jump off the ramp like this guy. So these are the things that
0: we miss. We too busy trying to live on the internet and impress people on the internet and talk shit and be the best philosophers and be in our mindset, our alpha mindset. And it's really about it's really about for men where there's a need to establish hierarchy and there's a need to compete. Now 20-year-old men are frustrated that they're not rich like they see 20-year-olds on Instagram. Like that's your frustration. You mad because you can't get women because women don't come outside or you can't afford them. And now you mad at women on the Internet and you jump in a comment section, i will be damned if I ever jump on a woman's comment
3: section and tell her she's a skeezer. Why would I do that? She's serving a purpose. <laughs> right? I think that's where we're missing it. But look, you, they're trying to get my stream here because haters is hating.
0: Um, shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy the weekend. Get your bail money up. Wear your condoms. All right, do something. Don't speak about it. Do about it. Be ready to show and prove. Show your receipts. Show your work and all of that stuff, and don't get any women pregnant today. Don't get arrested. Never solicit a hooker, all right? And if it feels like a trap or to be good to be true, it is to be too good to be true. Shout out to the ladies. Ladies, come see me at the class. I want to put hands on hips. I'll take care of you. Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy your weekend. Subscribe to my other channels. Peace.